0: Quite like a fact, and I'm also a bit of a wronging.
1: We know that, but yes, carry on.
0: Right, so the theme of this week's podcast is well, mostly our favourite villains through TV's, cartoons, games, things like that. True, yeah. Right, so fun fact of the week: a villain was the first Disney character to ever speak in a full-length feature film.
2: Ah, uh, Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Yes. Magic mirror on the etc etc. It
0: was the Queen.
2: Aye, Evil Queen.
0: The evil Queen. Did you know that she also had a real name, like a proper actual name, she's well, not she? just the Evil Queen?
2: Is this something that's like headcanon that's happened after the movie, or is this something that's like actually, like Walt Disney's went? Her name is Maureen.
0: Not gonna lie, no, no. Her name is Queen Grimhild, and that just sounds like an evil bastard's name. <laughs>
2: Do you think they've taken that for like the tale?
0: I'm beginning to wonder, either that or she sort of moved and became part viking at some point. Why
2: is it always the, like the the Bavarians that have got really weird fucking folktales?
0: I'm not. That...
2: It's, like, it's like Hansel and Gretel.
0: Hansel and Gretel's a bastard of a one. Hansel
2: and Gretel are the villains in that piece.
0: They absolutely
2: are. How are they the villains? That wee woman. Oh, she did. Is, in the forest. She's just hungry, right? So she's not identity It's like she doesn't like. She's diabetic. She can't eat her house. She's like completely left unknown. And like they could have run away at any point. They could. They go out and they could have left, right, and retained the moral victory of we've got away for the crazy boat that's trying to eat us. <clears throat> Did they? No. What does Hansel do? I've got an idea. Let's shove her in the fucking oven.
1: That is a bit fucking twisted.
2: It's not. a bit rough. Aye. Also. Hansel and Gretel's parents are also assholes because they just leave their wings in the fucking middle of the forest. Would they would Hansel and Gretel just go back to their parents? Like, we know you left us in the forest, but we've got, we've got all this cookies and stuff that you can eat. Well, that's all very well and good, pal. Well,
1: what I want to know is, where the fuck did she find the construction worker to be able to build that <laughs> a fucking bread house? <laughs> I mean, look at the oven you would need to actually construct that fucker and the amount of icing you would need. Fuck me.
2: And only you would look at the logistics of... a. Uh, a fate gingerbread house. I could make you
0: a wee one. Go for it. But I don't necessarily think it's going to be. I don't think I could make you like a bungalow. For an
2: absolute <laughs> second there, I thought you were just going to go. I don't think I want to. <laughs> Welcome to that, Canny right? If you can
1: tell. Oh, actually, we've actually got proper sound. I know. And we'll get, good microphones. We've
2: we'll Aye, these are decent.
1: Heavy fuckers, though.
2: Aye, we need. I need I, heavy. And they're <laughs> quite heavy. Aren't they? It's like. Coding a boby that isn't the mine. <laughs> and how weighty is that Boby <laughs> Let's get some gough. Um, no, it's good. This is like what episode is this?
0: Well, I think we need to explain. We did record the bucket list podcast where we had five things that we wanted to accomplish yeah. before our time on this earth was over. And unfortunately the sound recording was atrocious. Which incidentally led
2: Andy to go. Well, Realise he's getting money. He uh, <laughs> <microphones. laughs> them. I'm squaring them up at the end of the month for this. Um, but aye, this is. This can't right. My name's Doig. Um, as 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 is my want. As is my want.
1: I'm Andy, as you already know. Yeah.
0: What do you mean, as is your want? It's not something that you have a choice over. It's a name that you're given.
1: I could have. Sh- well, no, no, could have changed it at any time. Deed Pole is a
2: thing.
0: Aye, but why would you? Because your name's fun.
2: I don't know. It sounds like fucking Bob bouncing down the <laughs>
0: doig. Doi, 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 doi. doi. um, oh yeah, I'm Amanda. She's Amanda. I like fun facts.
2: Right. And as, we, as we're <laughs> gone, as we gonna as Amanda previously mentioned, we're talking about, sort of like, we'll do a couple of things if, if it doesn't does last as long as I hope it does, but we're talking about like, our favourite villains from pretty much anything, your books, your movies, comics, video games, anything you want, really, because why the fuck, no, evil people make are more entertaining, I think, in fiction than than like real people it's the
1: bad guys you always go for, cheer for them, but they never win which is
2: I don't really cheer for the bad guys Andy that's the sign of a sociopath I think you've got problems you
1: think you said love a good heel <laughs> I, 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 do, I do I love a good heel like I'm sure we'll get into the conversation but I, I mean see when you say all time villains does that include wrestling
2: I feel like that's a whole other podcast <laughs> Because I keep going for quite some time. but I, Feel free. I'm
0: legit waste the night talking about the, my favourite villains in Breslin. Feel
2: free. We need content, so if we need to split this into two, that'll work it for me. <laughs>
1: if we do, if we still want to have a, a top heel podcast, then that's definitely. Aye, ah, can do that, that at awful. some point. But aye. but aye, villains. So I think
2: I feel like I need to start us off, and it's one that we're all going to be able to agree with. Hans Gruber.
1: Oh fuck aye! <laughs> oh fuck aye!
2: That made Alan Rickman. That movie. Die Hard, Die Hard, for M D at does, no, fuck off. Die Hard, <laughs> who hasn't seen Die Hard? Hans Gruber? Who hasn't seen Die Hard? Assholes. Um, Hans Gruber and is, it is the... a
1: fucking Christmas movie, I will state that right here. Ah,
2: I know, Bruce Willis can suck it. Like, it's, it's a very strange film, Die Hard, when you sit and think about it, because it's like, it's it, it's smart as fuck, because you don't really know what's going on, or what the villains are up to, right until that meeting, the... But and I'm not spoiler for Nedy hasn't seen it, but Mate, it's the
1: movies look fucking nearly forty year old. It's
2: <clears throat> a good point. Is there a mom? What is the moratorium on on spoilers? In like two weeks.
1: Well, I think if, uh, if it's a month, maybe two months, it's been out for, then you've got plenty of time to go and see it. I don't know.
2: That's no, that's fair. Like if I turn around and Black Widow dies, nobody can complain about it. <laughs> 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 no, we're
1: gonna get abuse.
2: <laughs> There's somebody waiting for the blu-ray release because they can't get in a cinema because they've get like they're on a register or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't really care about that person's why opinion. Why would
1: somebody be in a register listening to this podcast? Is what I'd be asking.
2: And the internet is a vast place. Anyway, Hans Gruber is like he's just <laughs> fucking exceptional. The entire, actually, all the bad guys on that movie are brilliant. Like the oh, big aye. fucking scary German-looking fucker.
1: I went on a flight to Amsterdam once, so quite a few times I should say, and the air steward. Erlstuhl- on the plane in the first flight I ever went to looked the double of the big tall blonde guy with the long hair. All he was missing was the machine gun. I was howling. I always think he looks like the anorexic uh, cousin of Vigo the Carpe Do you know I think he looks a wee bit like Nickel McBrain? For you I don't know who that is. It's the Iron Maiden drummer.
2: Aye. He does, doesn't he? He does. Look, Google the Iron Maiden drummer and then look at uh, that That's Aye. Uh, a wee bit. It's that's weird. Eerie. That's disconcerting, to be honest. Hans Gruber's amazing simply because Alan Rickman just Fucking through you sell it. Yes. It's just <laughs> everything in that movie is excellent, is like and even it helps that Bruce Willis is was actually <laughs> this is Bruce Bruce Willis before he went a bit shouty. Aye. I think this was like I've not done really done it yet and I don't want to annoy anybody.
1: Did they know just finished doing that show that he was in the Moonlighters? Moonlighting. Oh, Moonlighting Have you
2: awesome. had my theory about Bruce Willis films? No. They're on the same universe. Most of them. And I'll tell you for why. On you go. So if you start off with uh, Look Who's Talking is his buff. For anybody, it's no certain Look Who's Talking. Look Who's Talking is a fucking terrible film. It's it it, it cool. is about... It, was it John Travolta? John
0: Travolta and Kirstie Alley Kirstie cover Alley. A Wayne.
2: Aye, and the Wayne internal monologue is voiced by Bruce Willis. So there that you
0: go. Wayne's absolutely going to grow up to be a Scientologist. So there...
2: <laughs> <laughs> aye, I no have chance. Uh, that's the... This, this, just just for uh, uh, reference, sake this podcast is produced by John Smith. Um, this is so we don't get sued. But that's that's that that's that's his birth, and then you start slowly getting into like moonlighting. And if you look at moonlighting, like this is his marriage to the bird that he's like kind of parted ways with. And then he of of the moonlighting the part ways, and then the moonlighting is like I'm going to get her back. So he goes to our Christmas office party at, uh, <laughs> at the plaza, <laughs> and that's like where we go for there and after he's been a polis for quite some because he has a pretty shit life as a polis remember that time in Die Hard 4 I think or 5, no 5 Die Hard 5 has the greatest line of all time Die Hard 5 has the greatest line where it's like they say they've neutralised the radiation when they're in like Jankis Chernobyl it's like it's okay, we've neutralised the radiation
1: how the fuck you neutralized radiation?
2: you can't. Eh? it's not a thing it's just something they put in the movie. So anyway, it goes through that. So he has a hard life. So at the end of that, he decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a hair transplant and I'm going to become a child psychologist. And that's how you get to the sixth sense.
1: Right. So where does it flow from there? It
2: yeah, doesn't. He, he dies. In, he's he's in the sixth sense.
1: <laughs> but he's had other problems after that, though.
2: They don't count because they're <laughs> <laughs> Name me, You okay. No, no, no. Let's get into this here. Right, so Die Hard, six sense. You name me another Bruce Willis movie that's good. What's
1: the one where he was like
2: I'll give you he, unbreakable, that is decent.
1: What was the one it was uh f- fucking flying the mad Da Vinci device that was like a flying one they had Goldie Horn on it or something?
2: I don't fucking know.
1: Is it Hudson Hawk or something?
2: Hudson Hawk. I don't know. I've never seen that. Who was in. I don't know. What this has become? The Bruce Willis podcast. Hi. I like Bruce Willis. Let's get. like Amanda's going to check with that movie is. So, like, it's, it's up and everything through it when he's, like, fucking having the fag with him and the wee bit pretending that he's no cigarette for an American whistles. Bruce Willis and Goldie have been in the Death Right. Okay. Maybe my. I think my theory falls apart because Death Become is a really good movie. <laughs> I mind watching that at a young age and being like, everybody in that movie's a villain. See, I brought it back to the topic.
1: Look at his filmography. It's like It was out in the early 90s. Do you know what I'm sure? Are you, you're not
2: thinking of Forever Young, because I don't think that's Bruce Willis. No, that's Mel Gibson.
0: Russell.
1: No, but I'm sure there's a bit on it an end.
2: Because it's like Kurt Russell's married to Goldie Hawn, is he you know.
1: Aye. What film am I thinking? Because it was like, cutting about, flying about on a fucking... A, a plane looked like it was supposed to be made by Leonardo da Vinci.
2: See the way you said cutting about flying on a plane? I don't think you need to add on a plane in that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's an entire movie where Kurt Russell's cutting about flat his arms.
1: <laughs> Fucking what? what? I'd watch fuck
2: out of that. The film that. you said was Hudson Hawk, right?
1: It's not Hudson Hawk. I'm getting my followers mixed up. I, can't,
0: I honestly don't know what the film is that you think you're on about. However, he was in Pulp
2: Fiction. I'm going gonna to say this. Aye, but his bits in Pulp Fiction... Also, aren't, really g- they aren't, aren't <coughs> You're rolling out Armageddon as well. Uh Oh, that's a good point. Armaged- Armageddon's inherently a bad movie, but I enjoy the fuck at it. All Michael Bay movies, to an extent, apart from most of the Transformers films, are bad movies, but I enjoy the fuck at them. There's also things
0: like Red, The Expendables.
2: Mmm, Expendables is shite. Are they,
0: they the in mind The Expendables? I'm
2: not a fan. I like The Expendables. I just thought it was. See if I want to watch films like that, I'll put on Commando.
1: Oh, there is that.
2: So I, right. so but uh, hands and then the ending, ladies, doing the fucking Joker and Jack Nicholson fall off the fucking building just
1: slowly. Do you and know the f- thing that fucks with me about that movie is watch his arms at the end of it. They're mm. abnormally long.
2: Aye, they're all like weirdly animated. It's cause they pro, uh, put, I think they put his face on like an animation thing. It's slight. <laughs> like, it's better done than the bit where the Joker falls out the fucking. Batman mind that in Batman 1989, where it's Aye. just a cartoon. <laughs> it's <laughs> pure weird. It's like we'll ah! get. Well, we
0: will we'll, we'll go for Hans Gruber as the first bad bad guy that we all love. Mm. I'm going to stick with Alan Rickman because that he is <laughs> he always plays a good bad guy. I think it was the accent.
3: Aye.
0: I loved him as the Sherry of nothing.
2: Jesus Christ! I'm so happy you mentioned that movie.
1: I'll cut out your heart with a spoon.
2: See that <laughs> film? That film. You know the best thing about that film is, apart from Morgan Freeman, they don't the,
0: take it too seriously. No,
2: the for me personally, the best thing about that movie is he wouldn't have the twist that isn't really a twist. Where like I have a brother. He's the only other like person talking in an American accent in this fucking film.
0: It's not that much yeah, jump. Who else is
2: it going to be? It's like I wonder if it's maybe Morgan Freeman's my brother, or could it be Christian Slater? As Kevin Costner's a weird one. He's a, he turns up in a lot of action movies, but I've got like where he's not the best thing in it. Like Waterworld is an inherently terrible movie, but it's uh, Dennis Dennis Hopper. I will
1: state this right now: I have never watched Waterworld. Lucky
2: you! I've watched it and played the video game.
1: I've heard how inherently bad it was, and I was just like, nope. See other
2: movies that are bad from that. Do you remember Cutthroat Island? No. I think it's Gina Davis. I'm sure it's Gina Davis. It's a terrible fucking movie. Uh, there's a TV show, Madam Secretary. She's actually quite good in that. I don't know why I've seen that. I think it was on. I was like, it's one of those things where I've no slept and I'm like, what's this? Oh, I'll put that on. Gina Davis. She was in Beetlejuice. I like Beetlejuice.
0: And Sherry of Nottingham because frankly his portrayal in that film was exceptional. What other villains has he done? Theoretically he was also a villainous Snape but
2: he was uh, really villainous no, was no, a No, Snape's but a hero. A your
0: happiness here Proop. Snape's
2: not a bad guy. Snape's a hero. Snape's an absolute
0: hero but you don't know that until the end. that's I suppose aye. Um, I would also like to throw one in from another like, 80s based film some early 80s. Nurse Ratchet from One, oh, one Flew of, of the Cuckoo's, nest. cuckoo's net, like she absolute cunt waffle. Well, I have never hated a single person more in a movie in my life than that bastard.
2: Have you seen that movie, Andy, I take it? Oh, yes. Thank I think everybody's like...
1: I want look at an absolute classic.
2: It's one of the few films that's better than the book. It's at the point I've read Aye. the book and every time I read the book now, all I get is Jack Nicholson in my head. Aye. No matter what. It's also like, got a lot of people like Christopher Lloyd's in it, Danny DeVito's yeah. in it, Brad Drift's in it. Chucky, uh, Brad Drift and Grima of One Tongue. It's Brad Jurif,
3: you know. I don't know how to pronounce his fucking Juriff. name.
2: Jurif. Jurif. Oh, that's weird. Like Jury. Hmm. We'll get on to Brad, uh, Brad in a couple of minutes because he's like one of my favourite horror villains of all time. Um. is an
0: absolute punk. It's also one of those things as well where you can absolutely picture nurses like her stoting up and doing wards just being absolute arseholes to customers, to customers, patients. Patients, <laughs> patients, well, same thing in the fucking America.
2: <laughs> you what, can I call center? Uh, customers, my brain. No, uh, I no. It was I, it was one of those films that I just I watched younger than I probably should have. I think I was about twelve, maybe. And I didn't quite. I wasn't. I don't think I'd seen a movie with a down ending before. Like I was quite, I think I was younger. I was about May ten.
1: Empire. I was, but
2: it's no really a down ending because they uh, get away uh,
1: come on to fuck, uh, for a
2: child it? isn't he they get away they're safe everybody's safe I mean you might have a, a bit of a hand hands just like a bit of toast big, oh he's frozen in carbonite. carbonite oh God, I, I was 10 in my head you know I don't think I actually truly watched the Star Wars movies I was a wee bit, like, took them took until I was a wee bit older because it was roughly the time that the extended editions came Aye. out in the cinema they, Before they the initial up. extended editions, not the ones where suddenly there's like we're on Naboo and they've replaced with aye. fucking Anakin Ghost. Um, <laughs> fucking Anakin that's weird. Ghost. An Anakin Jesus Ghost. Christ.
1: Poor Hayden Christensen. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking ill as fuck, man. I saw him recently at a He Looks fucking.
2: He looks like Toph Grace. He's just, Venom. He just oh aye. No, we're not going that. Either. He's an, incidentally Topher Grace's Venom is not in anybody's top list of villains. No. Because so he's shy. No, aye. Sandman was good in that movie, but Topher Grace isn't. I um, overall, fashion. But I think we've touched on it. The thing about that movie and the sort of turns around is, I just remember it more from. I think I, I didn't understand the reference in the Simpsons. You know what I'm talking about? The guy like strings the thing at the window, the Indian guy, and it's like, oh forgot my hat and then comes back in. <laughs> and I seen that first, and then I seen the movie, and I was like, oh, that's what well, that's famous. <laughs> like, I now understand that reference. But on the subject of Jack Nicholson, right? How many bad guys? And uh, I mean, Joker being the
1: The number one. Do
0: you know my favourite film is with him as a bad guy? Hmm. A few good men.
2: You can't handle the. Because he
0: was an absolute. Again, another. I've got a thing about. uh, Anybody that plays a really good bad guy usually ends up either an arsehole or a cunt, and he was a cunt.
2: It's weird rooting for a thing in that movie, though, isn't it? Like you're on the side. Of, it's Tom Cruise, isn't it? Right. You're on the side of Tom Cruise in the movie. Tom Cruise is one of these guys who's a villain in real life, but in movies he's quite, I quite enjoy him.
1: I just can't stand him because he's a Scientologist. He's a fucking idiot.
2: anybody that straps himself to an airplane just for a film. I'm like, all
1: right. No, I mean he is a mental bastard. But you have to. Be, I think you'd have to be a Scientologist to be that fucking mental.
2: We're absolutely getting sued.
1: I mean, he literally strapped himself to a plane. <laughs> no,
2: no, was video footage.
1: Like actually strapped himself to a plane for, for
2: Rogue a... Nation he's changed the plane uh, but back back, we're getting back to Batman right, okay. Jack Nicholson Joker is what mm-hmm. it is is the epitome apart from maybe we'll talk about Joker for a wee bit because there's different versions of it Like so Jack Nicholson as a Joker for me is like that's my very first that's the best memory because 1989 I was only a year old I had the video uh, probably when I was about four and I watched it and fell in love with it and that's a dark fucking movie so I was Tim Burton just going, fuck it. Just throwing every bit of... I mean it's, it's very much no really pulling for any comics other than maybe Detective Comics twenty seven and a bit of Batman one. It doesn't really pull for anything else, it's just like Tim Burton making a gothic horror movie with Batman. No. Um no to the extent of Batman Returns. Which is just insane. Um, <laughs> fucking love Batman, it's Batman fucking Returns. <laughs> PB Herman chucking Wayne's in a river. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: like My
2: wing kinda looks a bit gummy.
1: Where oh, you go. I uh, know, it's I love the fact that they brought him back in Gotham though. Oh. As penguins now.
2: That's that show that I will, I, will, I could only handle when I was like bu- it, I, but... I could only handle Gotham when I was bust It's so different for me. It's no like but that's the thing, it's TV shows bother me because they've got a long form storytelling so they can do everything right and it's no even the things that you think that bothered me about Gotham, it's just simply that Jim Gordon is the biggest villain in the entire show. Jim Gordon's a prick. Absolute prick in that show.
0: He's so obsessed with being a... Oh, no, I need to do everything right and buy the book. Mate, just get it done.
2: It's not just that, though. He does things that are inherently... That's not... That's that's pretty bad. Like, that's that's wrong. See if you're standing next to Harvey Bullock and you look like the arsehole. Aye. Incidentally, Bullock is a character that came through the animated series originally. He was near a thing. All right. I don't believe. um Kind of like Renee Montoya and Harley Quinn. But Batman, Jack Nicholson, Joker, simply... Even, even in the campus moments, like the going through the fucking museum with the Prince music. Well, Prince music's everywhere, but that, that, that just stuck with me. Especially when he scarred his bird.
0: But I even struggle with the concept of Heath Ledger's Joker being a villain, because I loved it so much.
1: I'm sorry, but Ledger's Joker was overrated. How you're
0: wrong.
2: Very fucking I understand that it's an opinion and people it's... are allowed opinions, but you're wrong. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, but it's been killed for me. It's the way people go on about it. I watched it. I wasn't that impressed. Do you
2: know how many times I've seen that Dark Knight? 103. I like that you counted. 103 times I've seen the Dark Knight.
1: You have zero life.
2: It's not the movie I've seen the most. Terminator 2 is 154.
1: How the fuck can you remember all that?
2: I count. I don't sleep. And I've got a fairly decent memory.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: I don't always remember where my toaster <laughs> is, but I do remember how many times I've seen Terminator 2.
0: <laughs> the important stuff, you know. Right, Trips. We were talking about TV series, so I want to try and get off of films for a bit because we want to try and cover quite a bit of ground here. TV shows, one of my favourite villains in all the different incarnations that he has ever been in is the master from Doctor Who. Uh, aye.
2: Little,
0: um. Even the original master from the older series was absolutely brilliant. Campus fucking places.
2: Delgado had a penchant for um, Roger Delgado's very first master. He turned, his very first episode is Terror of the Autons. Well, serial, because it was, I guess, five episodes. Aye. Terror of the Autons, which is... we um, you know what really works about that entire series? is every single serial the master is involved. Every one, that entire... You couldn't get away with that shit now. People would be raging. It's like, what do you mean Missy's in every episode? This is pushed down with this shit. Oh, she's a Excuse woman. Excuse
0: me, Missy can be in as many episodes as you like because Michelle Gomez is a fucking queen.
2: She's great in her room. She, in general, plays a lot of
0: bastards. But again, she said, I think there was a quote somewhere where she was in an interview and someone was complaining, like, how come you always play a villain or a bad guy or a bitch? And she's like, with this bone structure, do you think I'm going to be a princess? <laughs>
2: He's like, <laughs> even in Greenwing, I find her unsettling. She's great in the *Children Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, she plays. I'm not going to tell you who she plays because it kind of spoils that. And it's a relatively new series, so the moratorium on spoilers is like, but fair enough. Well, but, it's
1: been on Netflix for a while. It uh,
2: doesn't. No, the second season where it reveals who she actually is is only this year, mm. or just at the tail end of last year.
1: Do you know and where she plays an absolute nasty cow? Acid House? Aye. Acid House, she is just vicious in it. She's just pure vile as fuck.
2: For anybody who's not seen Acid House, it's certainly worth I don't even know if you can get it digitally. I'm, thinking, I'm fairly certain it's. I've got a cry. I'm sure I've got like an old school <laughs> early house DVD of it. I've you, still
1: got the book there. The, the, the movie is phenomenal. If you can, you'll probably find their streaming it online. Um, somebody's
2: about to have uploaded it somewhere. Aye. No, I it's, don't, it's
1: I, 21 short stories that Irvin Welsh should wrote condensed into three film three short stories turned into a film. Um the first one um, was a soft touch mm. which she's in and it's just it's fucked up. It's it basically explains the life of the guy who played Tommy in Train Spot and the guy who Aye. died. Him and Michelle Gomez are a, a couple and they've got this Wayne and she's just a poor nasty piece of shit to him. And it's about him trying to deal with her. And it turns out she's at hurting herself, and she's also shagging the upstairs neighbor, who's also an absolute cunt. Is
2: it meant to be the same
1: Lassie that he's with? A? Is he with, with spot?
2: I'm
1: trying to remember. Transporting eyes with a Lassie, but it's not the same. It's a lassie, different one. It's a different Lassie, no. Because she
2: was only it. raging because the sex tape got and I feel that's a reasonable reaction to that situation. Oh, well, uh, you would
1: be raging about that. Every fucker in Edinburgh is watching us shogging
2: I, I haven't <laughs> felt that way since actually games was
1: against Holland in nineteen seventy eight. <laughs> but anyway, back to the story, um it basically he deals with her attitude and the neighbor up the stairs, it's an absolute cunt and this is why you're getting a tit it's it's a fucked up movie but it's definitely worth watching. And it seems like we've got something happening outside in the street. Aye, that's it. You sh- shout dafty after he drives off. A-
2: Calling somebody a dafty after you shout pussy is, is like you've went down a me bit here. Aye. I feel that, like mate. see if we picked up any of that, I'm absolutely oh, keeping mate,
1: this well in. It's, it's aye, just aye. the audio, just bring it up a bit.
2: I do remember watching Acid House. Is this common with most movies in my life? Way too young. Aye. Like, I watched aliens at like Fucking four year old and shit like that.
1: What's the most fucked up part in Acid House for you? For me, it's it's the baby that talks to the woman.
3: But uh,
1: well, no, like she discovers good. that her Wayne can talk to her. Yeah. Um, like the weirdest story in the Acid House for me, I think, has got to be the last story. As well, the, it's Martin Clunes and I can't imagine the lassie. But they have a Wayne, and at the same time that they are having a Wayne, a lightning storm happens, and the guy who plays Spud for Train is currently taking the acid in a play park somewhere. <laughs> Both at the same time, electricity strikes the play park that he's in with him on the roundabout, and the ambulance that's giving birth to the Wayne. And some weird freaky Friday shit happens where their minds get crossed, So Spud ends up becoming this drooling Wayne, and the baby ends up getting the mind of Spud. And it's like the baby can talk and speak to them all, and like it's the most fucked up thing you've ever seen.
2: One's hell. Eh? I might watch it, I've not seen it in ages.
1: I'd definitely recommend watching it if you've not seen it, but it's uh, if you like weird surreal shit like Filth and stuff like that, you'd probably dig it.
2: Oh, filth is a weird one. Everybody in Filth is a bad guy. Uh,
3: we were... You...
2: Talking about other, like um, the one thing the one villain I've always found to be quite terrifying. It's not even a person. See the Overlook Hotel, The Shining. Aye, that's like, in every single form, even in the book with the hedge monsters, which is weird. Would fucking terrifying. Which is why I'm quite looking forward to the uh, the Doctor's Sleep movie they're doing, which is a sequel. Because the way they're doing it is they're doing it in, like a sequel to the book. And TV movie that King did because he would hated the uh, Kubrick movie and the Kubrick movie, so it's taking like things for that. And the only thing they didn't re- they didn't recreate the blood thing because it's like, no fuck that. The amount of money it takes to Kubrick was mental, even just to do that, because they basically worked in a. I really hope that was a set as opposed to an actual hotel, because <laughs> I'm trying to get fucking pig's blood out your carpet.
1: Well, oh, I can't imagine it being in the hotel.
2: Yeah, no, but they found a lot of it in an actual actual lodge. Uh, hotel. Okay. No, I don't know if it was a mansion or a hotel.
0: You have a, you have that problem with that hotel. I have a similar one. There's a film with um John Cusack and Samuel L. Jackson called Fruit, uh, 1408. That's a king story. I have a real problem with the hotel room in that film and that's I don't know why. Terrifying it's movie. It's such a good film and it does not get a lot of credit. There's not necessarily a bad guy, it's just that that room is the bad guy.
2: I honestly think that's probably one of the best adaptions of like King's work. It's really 14-0. clever and Four- really well done.
1: 1408?
2: I've it's, only ever seen it once. It's mental. Like, the director's cut is got a down ending because obviously in the original cut spoilers. Whereas in the director's cut he Absolutely does not and it's fucking brutal. The whole movie is just,
3: it's,
2: it's horrible. It just psychologically messes me up and I've watched it several times and it doesn't get any easier. <laughs> just sitting there greeting and a fucking puddle. Any, alter- any alternative commentary we might do to that is just going to be me greeting. I don't
1: like it. I don't like it. What are you doing in John Cusack? If you was in, say anything. If we're talking absolute bastards, like we've already mentioned a few, mm. but Hans Lander thats <laughs> yes. one bastard. Funnily enough, And glorious <laughs> bastards. Yep, and glorious bastards. Do you know what gives me the feeling that it's that there's
2: a bit seeing the start of the movie at the very start? I think that the very start of that movie with the the build up to the conversation between him and the French farmer is the best thing Tarantino's ever done. It's hands down the best thing he's ever written. It's fucking tense. And what makes it. Because you feel there's an awkward laugh at one point. It's even he's, he's like speaking in French and then goes, hey, mind if he speaks in English. And then he goes, well, frankly, I'm. Mean, it's, it's there's an uncomfortable laugh and there's a tension. And then when it pulls down, it just kind of. It's like very tense at the start. It's completely tense even though you don't really know what's going on. And then when it pulls down below the floorboards and all the Jewish families hiding, like Shoshana and her family are hiding underneath. And then goes back up again. It's worse. And I remember sitting in the cinema; and my heart was just f- thumping right. away. It pays off when you get like the ending and hit like a Sean. That's why Eli Roth and somebody else, which just made Aye. me happy. Uh, but uh, no, Hans is genuinely terrifying. Christopher Christoph Waltz can be quite scary when he wants to. It's, it's just fucked. It's his up. delivery. Mill and anything it's else. It's the way he talks, and he's calm the entire time. Every uh, single thing of that see, even the, the like something as innocuous as the um, the scene where he's talking about strudel. He's uh, like, wait for the cream. You know, I think it's weird that movie you remember in English. Like, I'd rather uh, you wait for the cream. Every um, every. It's like, and it's just the strudel, and it's that, you know what my favourite wee bit of acting in that whole bit is? Like, Shoshana, the the Jewish lass who's in hiding, and she's sitting next to him because she owns the cinema, and Hitler's going to go to the cinema. Um, there's a point where she's obviously terrified, but she tries a bit of the strudel, and there's a look in the, actor, the actress, there's like a wee look in her eyes, like, fuck, that's good. Like, she's just like, <laughs> fucking hell. And then that goes, and then goes, <laughs> goes back, and goes back to being terrified. Hmm. It's a tiny bit acting. I'm just like I appreciated that, but no, he he he's unnerving. He's terrifying in a very real sense. But it's like ah, people like that existed, Smashing. And then, if we're talking about
0: terrifying in a very real sense, for for me, whenever like we're going to switch on to a different media again, because I like to keep things moving. Pyramid Head. Yeah. <laughs> There's something absolutely petrifying about Pyramid Head for me. I love him, but he terrifies the shit out of me. Kind of kill him. And he's slow, it he doesn't run. It doesn't run after you. He's so slow and methodical, kind of like you remember that episode of Doctor Who where the Doctor's trapped inside his confession dial and he's being constantly chased over and over by that really slow monster. It,
2: it's the Michael Myers effect. Um, you can only walk at a like very short, small,
0: but he will speed, never but stop.
2: It just keeps coming. <laughs>
0: you might need to rest, you might need to sleep, but he doesn't sleep, he doesn't rest, he just keeps going. And that's because he's walking life. at a leisurely <laughs> pace. That and he's got a knife longer than he's tall. I
2: that's that. Michael,
0: you can't see his face.
2: I, I maybe that's what it is. I always found that especially even in the movie. Well, the movies are. Well, the first movie's alright. Um, I'll, I'll die on a hill about the first Silent Hill movie. I think it's I liked decent.
0: it. I thought it was great. Sean
2: Bean survives it as well, which is a fucking miracle. It's the he's Martian. I was
1: just going to say, he actually survives
2: in a horror movie. He survives in a horror movie. Sean Bean survives a horror movie, which is slightly... like He survives, oh, right, Hill, he like survives the Martian, um, but that's... He's, he's, he's no in space, or? he's just in an office in NASA. Versus he's kicking about a town where there's horrible things happening, and fire beings, and the fire... See those fucking children-like shaped molten people? Aye. They come at the ground. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Do you know the weird thing about that movie is the most terrifying villains actually. Um, the character that Alice Creek plays, the woman, Aye. she's the picture lady. She's she's it's, even though she gets like her comeuppance with barbed wire or her hoo ha, it's still fucking. I find her more unsettling than Endales. See if we're talking villains.
1: I mean, would you class the Weeping Angels? Aye, Bastardly. they're bastards. Aye, they they are quite fucking weird. They.
0: I mean, Doctor. I mean, the ma- as already mentioned, the Master was a brilliant villain, but the the monsters for Doctor Who that will always scare me the most is the weak Angel.
2: What what was worse about Miss Moffat is the thing: don't blink, so he gets out in everybody's head, and then the next time you see them, he comes up with, ah, if you look at them in the eyes, you're also fucked," because eh, the reflection, anything that holds a reflection or image of an angel. <laughs> uh, look at their album. Look at that gown. their lovely gown. Don't like you're just sitting. I'm just thinking, like the best bit in that whole episode, the second one is when. Uh, Karen Gillan chooses to do like the blinking in one eye and, and opening the other to try and like balance it out because it like, that was one thing was like why didn't it just close one eye and then open another but then you realise you still need to blink no matter what you do you're still going to you're fucked like, that is a terrifying concept
1: because yeah. if you do that it's going to get closer to you incrementally aye yeah.
2: it's like um, sort of something like Lights Out you ever seen that movie Lights Out was a movie that's based on that wee 10 minute movie where the guy turns the lights on oof and there's something there. Turns light like, on. Oh, they're no there. Turns it back on. They're closer. It's, it, they made a movie about it. It's fucking great. It's kind of like Five Night at Freddy's. So good. It's fucking terrifying. Five Night at Freddy's is fucking. It gives me the fear. I've played it twice in my life and I've never done it again. <laughs> it's like I was doing it with a headset on, and just shot myself several times. It's like
3: bastard.
2: Or uh, oh. Talking about um great villains. Are they really vil- vil- See the entire corridor in PT. Playable trailer. But uh, they know what PT is. You have to know what PT. How do you know what PT is? PT was a playable trailer that they released for Silent House, a game that never happened because Konami are assholes. Uh, they had a problem. With, they, they whatever happened with Hideo Kojima, and it was going to be Hideo Kojima writing the scenario, Guillermo del Toro helping, and uh, the guy who did the Spiral Spirals thing in Japan, like the weird does that, I can't remember his name after right now. He does a lot of weird horror. He was doing the monster designs, but then it got patched. But P.T.'s basically you're walking through a corridor. Set of halls over and over again. Different things are happening. You're trying to figure a way to get out the front door. But there's also an evil bastard ghost coming for you. And if you do the wrong things, and then she's she's there in front of you, and you go to turn the other way, see when you turn back, her face is right up at the screen. She snaps her neck. But it's off her first-person point of view. Right. So the entire thing, you're just shooting yourself. But there's like... Like a fucking weird fetus thing in the sink screaming and crying, there's just noise all around you, and I was playing it with headphones on. Um, I'd love to play it in uh, VR, I think it'd Aye. be wonderful, but you don't I? I don't, they've taken it off a of store, I'm fairly, like I've got it on my hard drive, because Konami took it off a of store and just need to keep it. But you can sell your hard, uh, PlayStation that's got that on the hard drive for a decent bit of cash. <laughs> Do you
1: know how I kind of believe from North Florida? Who is Kaiser Soze? Kaiser Sauze. Here's the thing, right?
0: The Usual Suspect is literally one of my favourite films of all time. I can watch it over and over and over again. The problem is that I no longer can. Because Kevin Spacey's
1: a wrong I was just going to say, because Kevin can Spaces.
2: I can still watch Seven. Because you're meant to hate him. Aye. Seven, it's, 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 that's... Movie fuck to me. David Fincher's an arsehole. It's just like, you feel like it's a standard... Detective. The first time he's seen a standard detective movie, and then, and then he turns up in the fucking police station, covered in blood. Aye. Fucking. What's in the box? Just every time. What's in the box? <laughs> he still gets that shouted. Brad Pitt still gets "What's in the box?" shouted at him on a regular basis. That's amazing. That's how you notice. I uh, was. Uh, I'm not gonna get any, like my favourite villains in Kingdom Hearts. But I've already told how complicated Ansom some Xehanort is. Like starts off as always pretending to be one guy then he turns into another. And then I he's
1: will actually be doing a separate podcast. Entirely, oh, awesome. entirely on Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. On himself, so. I actually will.
2: I could probably do that and he get could. in there. But he's, he's one of my favourite villains. Um, uh, one of my favourite villains that's actually featured in that game but it's in general is probably like Oogie Boogie. He's kind of impractical and easily beaten but anybody that can like kick halfway, like a pure full on soul number when he's Threatening to murder Santa Claus is a decent villain in my book. Mm. It's an easy way to get heat in it. It's like, <laughs> it's like I'm going to kill Santa.
1: You ever seen uh, Jack Frost? Well, mm. is that the one where mm. Michael? Right,
2: I'm going to clarify. Not the happy Michael Keaton Jack Frost. I mean, no, there's a back. movie Jack Frost in which a serial killer comes back as an uh, uh, an anthropomorphic uh, snowman. Uh, in which it starts murdering people with icicles, and there's one point when he gets in the shower with a bird icicle and kills her with that. And it was th- I found it on the horror channel at one point, and the horror channel was brilliant. I like Are you them.
1: trying to tell me that this snowman gets an icicle boner? No, and, kills and her with stabs her with.
2: It. Yeah, right in the f***, right in the hood. Terrifying. There's also a movie in which somebody's penis uh, detaches itself at night and murders people. Tell me that's not a fucking weird A rogue boby. A rogue bobe murdering <laughs> I swear to god these movies exist. Like the horror channel is a gold mine of terrible films. Like, but I can't help but enjoy Coincidentally, it.
1: Coincidentally, if anybody wants to hear us watch and talk about shit films, then let us know.
2: Same let us know good anyway. No, nah, but <laughs> <laughs> what could you watch? I'm hundred percent want to do like a uh Batman and Robin and stuff like that.
1: Oh, it's getting done.
2: Oh on the subject of that, let's Arnie's got some good villains.
1: No, come on. Apart from You're his accent. The Why would you say
2: Arnold Schwarzenegger? Apart from Arnie's accent, which in his is in itself a villain. Um Fuck you. He has some really good bad guys. Even Sinbad and fucking Jingle all the way, or or more importantly, the worst villain. All of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. is isn't he? Robert Patrick, but we'll get to him in a second. It's uh, Phil Hartman in Jingle All The Way when he eats that poor man's cookies. Who said you could eat my cookies? Put the cookies down! I just said that for that, to be honest. <laughs> and no, but genuinely, like you get pure and... like we No also try to shag the guy's wife when he's out trying to buy Christmas presents for the Waynes.
1: He's not a pervert. He only wants a terrible man doll.
2: I'm going to stab you. Uh, Predator. Predator. I don't really think Predator's a villain. It's just more of a. Come
1: on! Kill me! I'm right here!
2: Stop it now. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't feel like Predator's a villain.
1: Well, see, he is a villain because he's hunting.
2: Carl Weathers is more of a villain in that, well, that movie is than. true
1: is the human villain in that movie. because nah, he's lies to everybody. He dropped his arm in the meat grinder. Why is it always. Like, poor Carl
2: Weathers is the guy he just made it to be an arsehole. Apollo Creed is not an arsehole. That's why I like the third Rocky movie because he's a pure dick in the first right. two, and it's like no, he's, he's just a boxer like Camden. It's not like he's club lying and he's trying to murder cunts or <laughs> Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago murdered Apollo Creed.
1: It is one of the best scenes in that movie. Happens is when Mickey dies. Oh. It's it's not the fact that Mickey dies is good. It's what Sylvester Stallone trying to speak. Looking at Mickey, it's like I stuck the subtitles was on one time and he's like, oh Mickey?" and it was just a question mark. I saw an unintelligible, <laughs> un,
2: unintelligible Sylvester Stallone. It was
1: like, hmm, I
3: don't know. <laughs> it's
2: always good. Um, See, so like there's certain movies where there's some really good bad guys, but they're actually the main characters. Good uh, Goodfellas, for one. Everybody in that movie is a cunt. Oh, I. Apart from maybe Joe Pesci's mom, which is Martin Scorsese's mom. She does her painting. <laughs> And he's like, he's like another one. No, it's like this. She telling the joke, about the guy doesn't he talk? It's like, Aye. It was like, hey, Perry, why do you talk like that kind of guy? And it's like, Joe Pesci in every, almost every Scorsese movie terrifies me, which is hilarious because he can get, he, he specifically can get bested by a ten-year-old boy. Aye, that's quite strange. Him and his big lanky <laughs> pal sticky bandits. Sticky bandits are where the villains I was most attached to for the longest time. That's, that's a sentence in it. I don't even mean that pun. But you know what I mean? Like, is, uh, they were like, because you watched Home Alone every year. I don't think there's anybody who can tell me they didn't watch Home Alone at least once or twice a year. Because it was on in it was on Christmas. It's on in January. Have you not watched Home Alone? You try to tell me you've never seen Home Alone. I've
1: seen Home Alone, but I haven't watched it every single year
2: consistently. I've watched I've,
1: it. The last time I watched it, probably Wayne I mean.
2: Wizard of Oz is a weird one. Uh, the biggest villain in the Wizard of Oz is that good witch.
0: Aye, uh, she's an arsehole! Right, let, oh, I've got magical powers. I can help. No, let's send this wee lass if he can, says so it doesn't know anything about this entire planet, or this realm, or this universe, depending upon what your, where you think that they are. Right, We'll give her some magic shoes, we'll send her down this magic road with four complete strangers and a dog. Flying monkeys and an evil witch. A house nearly landed on her. The Impalimpas were trying to either eat her, kill her, or pump her.
2: Munchkins, no Impalimpas. Different midgets.
0: Different wee people.
2: They know. actually were. That's what was kind of. Uh, that's what he, that's what I found kind of uh, fucked up about that is when you hear about the Impalimpas. The, the yeah, they make media <laughs> when the Munchkins getting drunk and like touching people.
0: Absolute orgies in between scenes, mate.
2: The I think that's really dark about that when you think about it. The only reason uh, Glinda did all that was so she could get somebody. She's basically turned Dorothy into an assassin.
0: That's exactly what she's done (laughs) so that she could rule the kingdom.
2: You've had the power to go home all along. What?
1: You're trying to fucking tell me I could have left a shithole anytime.
2: I've murdered someone. I'm going to need to live with that.
1: (laughs) Fucking hell, I can still see her feet trapped under that fucking house. She murdered two people. (laughs) Two?
2: Well, she murders the (laughs) Wicked Witch (laughs) of the West with the water.
1: Well, fuck I'm melting, so she did. I'm melting. Uh, That's not how she sounds in the movie. It'd be hilarious if she did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's sitting in a a corner somewhere. I'm pure melting, man. I I feel it. Wizard of Oz is a
2: movie I kind of want to do a commentary to, but the most thing I've ever done. I've watched Wizard of Oz more with it muted than I have with the sound on. And do you know why?
1: Because of Dark Side of the I've Moon. I've watched it with
2: Dark Side of the Moon.
1: <laughs> Absolutely bust. It's singing. The Dark Side of Oz is a trip, man. I remember back in the days when I was in college and I was able to download it from Napster. Aye. And I was able to copy it onto a CD. I went home and sat and watched it with a and I'm like that. It syncs up for about the first 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, and then after that, it just goes fucking... It goes back to it, though. It kind of comes back to it's, uh, it's, it's a weird diet It's a trap. It depends on how burst you well, Let's be honest.
0: I think you have been any kind of burst is pretty much standard, to be fair.
2: <laughs> Not tonight.
0: no, night. No, no, wait a minute. There's a possibility for that. Now, I'm going to try and swerve off a wee bit. It's not a film that I don't know... I'm not sure if Andy will have seen it. Okay. Or even if you will, but... I've seen
3: everything.
0: You've seen everything, right? <laughs> I have this massive, like, lady boner for Bette Davis. Aye. Because she was one of the best at playing a bitch on the screen. There wasn't, like, literally unparalleled. And my favourite performance of hers is Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Aye. Where she sort of plays Jane and she tortures her paraplegic little sister because she's forced to look after her and she wants to look. She basically takes it out on her and she's an absolute bastard a woman. Where are you going? Probably You mean that's just here? All right,
3: <laughs> then.
2: Andy can't he swallow her water.
0: Andy can't swallow unless you tell him he's a good boy. <laughs> well,
1: that
0: escalated
2: fucking quickly. Andy can't swallow unless you tickle him first.
0: <laughs> Andy can't swallow unless you give him 20 pounds and a hug. <laughs>
2: Andy, Andy can't swallow unless you play the theme tune to the 60s Batman show while you're doing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the come shot. Andy can't swallow unless there's a rolling sausage and egg waiting for him at the end. <laughs>
2: I get dark. me anyway, bet Davis.
0: No, yes, so she plays this woman called Jean who tortures her paraplegic little sister mm. who she's been forced to look after. She deserves yeah. it. <laughs> but no, it's really fucking awful, this film. And as I said, she plays such a good arsehole. She really does. And she's absolutely one of my favourites to watch on a screen. Especially when she's being bad. Plus, it also helped the fact that B- she played opposite Joan Crawford. Mm. And Joan Crawford and Bet Davis at the time were like Hollywood rivals. They were the two of the biggest starlets. They were down for all the different movie roles. So there was like a real underlying venom there that really came across. Mm. And it worked so well. Coincidentally, I don't like. I, I'm, I'm more of a fan of ladies whenever they're villains than I'm dudes because I firmly believe that women are more vicious than guys
2: i I mean, they're, they're, most female villains tend to be quite realistic, though. Like good ones, like Nurse Ratchet or that, or um, the mother and Precious, which is just fucking messed up.
1: You're forgetting the biggest evil woman out of them all. Hmm. Oh fuck, Kathy Bates and Misery. Misery.
2: Aye, aye. That that Misery's a movie that's like. See so when you first seen that, you think people were like, Oh that couldn't possibly happen and then you look now and go, Oh wait. That possibly that could quite happen. A lot. No. You know the reason that movie, is, that, that um book exists is because that actually happened. Like somebody stopped him and Fuck off. Somebody stalked him. They never they never cut his fit off it. Somebody stalked him and he was, like came to his house and everything and it was a bit chaotic and mental things happened, so he he wrote a book to kinda deal with. It. But did he like so he wasn't like kidnapped no, that and No, that's that's him taking it on a horror route. just he was, right. I was wondering because I was like, and I you know in, in the book, it's like uh, the leg gets cut off, the foot gets cut off, as opposed to the uh, sledgehammer. To it. but I think the sledgehammer. That horrible scene
1: is fucking disgusting. See if
2: think like his foot cut off. It wouldn't be bad.
1: That's the thing, right I've I've watched the scene in Hostel 2 where they slice the back of the guy's ankles and his no, tendons, no. and it slides forward. I can deal with that, but let's see if you show me that hobbling scene that in Misery. Mm. Fucks my whole day up, mate. I'm not even going to lie. Who's your favourite video game villain? Video game villain? Let's see, Sephiroth. Even though he's a bit emo? Even though he's a bit emo. At the time, for me, it was metal as fuck. Big, massive emo with an impractical sword. Aye. I
2: find... Oh, I don't know. If a sense wonder that like Sephiroth's entertaining i don't think he's as good as other specific films in in video games like albert wesker for the resident evil games is fucking (laughs) hilariously but like it's just like full on he starts off as like a legitimate threat and then suddenly he's like like the movies he's suddenly full of like chemicals and he's he's a big walking monster and it just gets a bit mental it gets a bit 80s like, it feels like somebody's contacted Jeff Loeb, who's the guy who wrote the uh, commando script, and also a comic writer. Um, <laughs> just went here, you go have fun, and make it mental. Uh, oh, Cohagan. Hi. Cohagen's a decent bit. Like, uh, yes, one, it's, a it's, very it's good, realistic feeling it's like we're just we're going to ration air. That's fucking mental. In Total Recall, when you sit and think about it, Aye. how would that work on a practical level? Because if the people die, <laughs> they kind of pay you. Come on. Is it just like low auction, like at the top of a mountain? Is that what they did?
1: I don't know. It's like They must filter in somehow. It
2: was a lot of, That was the thing about the, that kind of period in the 80s, and especially action movies. A lot of the villains, as opposed to being a legitimate threat, they were businessmen who hired other people. Like Robocop, for example, you've got the guy who hired Clans and his boys to murder Murphy, and then it's done Roko, and then it's kind of so there. You've got Cohagan, for example, uh, even like, fucking Wall Street. That's all as very specific bad guys. Aye. They're all businessmen and assholes and hiring other people. People with a lot of money and a lot of power.
1: Aye. (laughs)
2: Like real life now. (laughs) Aye. Funnily enough. Like, weirdly
1: enough. (laughs) I mean, it's like the government, right, for example, will hire, like, outside, like, companies to, like, build them weapons, to give them information, all sorts of stuff, security, like global security, and it's, like, a massive business.
2: Was that company Black... Blackwater. I uh, Blackwater. Yeah, get a lot of stuff that. Uh, talking about um, the talking about like that sort of similar thing. Uh, Revolveros, a lot from the Metal Gear games, is one of the finest video game villains on the planet. He's fucking ridiculous, and he's a comp. He's like a quadruple agent, because every time you have like a an ending thing that features him, very first Metal Gear Solid game, uh, if you did it right, Metal Metal and Snake get away and it's like the end credits is like the thing, and it's him talking to somebody, and then it's like talking about, no, they don't suspect me, and he's like, Mr. President. So he's been a double agent all the time. And the third one, he's a triple agent. It's weird, but he's just the consistent bad guy from Metal Gear Solid onwards. And it's just like it builds and builds and builds and builds to one of the finest... Metal Gear 5 is good, right? But 4 is... Metal Gear 5 has ended shite. Metal Gear 4 ending is built around the concept of each stage of the boss ending with Ocelot is based around the control system of each individual game that's came. So the first game you've got a bar of life and button presses that are exact same sort of similar to when you're fighting the last guy at the end of the first game. Second game it switches to the control style for that and you're fighting and jump about, but it. third one goes to CQC which is close quarters combat which is released in uh, the third game, and then the fourth one's a cinematic thing where they're both knackered, they're both nearly dying, and you're trying to time punches to swing, it's the best thing ever, it lasts for fucking ages, like it's like 20 minutes this thing lasts for, but it's the best, like to play through that whole game and then you get to that ending is amazing fun. And it's not even the real ending, because there's a big cinematic at the end there that lasts about an hour. So it's just, Kojima does that a lot, of, like, weird end, like endings that just go on.
1: Talking about weird endings, is there no one that, like, a secret ending? Is it like Resident Evil or something like that? Well, it's a Doug. You think of Silent Hill? Oh, Silent Hill. Silent right? Hill 2. Silent Hill aye, if two, you aye. get a special
2: ending, it's Doug that's the main villain. Is like Aye. What?
1: That's just fucking... <laughs> it was
2: you all along, like, controlling aye. the... <laughs> controlling things. Uh... <laughs> It's another
0: Final Fantasy one, but I loved Edea. Say again? I've
2: always said Eda. That's the problem with text-based Final Fantasy games. Everybody says the name's different. How do you say the reactor name in Final Fantasy VII? Mako. I say Mako. See how weird it is? Z-d- Zidane was a weird it's one. It's pronounced Mako. It doesn't matter what it's pronounced. I'll never pronounce it that way. It's the same as like somebody I know calls Zidane Zidane you not know, a fatball fan, so I'll always call him Zidane. because uh, he stuck in somebody. Either was either whoever fucking it was a was a good one. That the whole sorceress thing was always I always enjoyed that. It's one of my favourite games. Um, the best thing about that though it wasn't it wasn't actually her. That was the the villain. Ah, uh,
0: right,
2: Alta Alta Messia.
0: I would go for Misia. Yeah, mm. See, this is the. A... Again, it's part of the problem.
2: So much time travel in that fucking game.
0: I also, again, as another lady from a game, but I quite like Reina from the Gears of War series. Mm. Um, She's a locust queen. The locusts were always a really good baddie. It's basically. Look, we created all this magic fuel, but also it causes really bad reactions and turns people into mindless goons and zombies and fuck knows all that. I mean, there's a queen involved in there, and she helps produce these bad guys and keeps eating all the good people.
2: How much are you struggling to wait for clarification on the uh, talisman thing at the end of four?
0: Oh, I'll get every comment I have. <laughs> uh, listen, that talisman, that lassie, is absolutely related to Raina. Raina's not dead. Gears of War 3 made us think that, but she's not fucking mm. dead. The locusts are alive, well, kicking, and absolutely getting ready to shoot folk. Her mum was absolutely related to Rena in some way, which means that she's either a niece or a granddaughter or something. She's absolutely related to the Locust Queen in some way.
2: That game's got one of my funniest, funniest end credits. Uh, but it's where the guy he cuts you sell out of the... <laughs> <laughs> he cuts his cell out of the monster I was like, that's wow. fucking funny. Be Oscar. Oh, yeah. Gears, of War, four, Gears
3: of War 3
0: damn near ended me, because end Dominic, I can't.
2: Mm. There's some good. The sometimes it's just the writers that are the bastards. Uh, oh, I just thought a good game. Went, uh, the PlayStation 4, the, the God of War game that came out. Uh, the one of the best villains in that entire thing. Uh, Bald. One um, spoilers. He's Baldur, As in Balder the Brave. Like the. I won't get too much into it if, uh, because there's a lot more in there. But he's he's the guy. He basically visits. Um, I'll just take a spoiler warning on this entire thing. He's a guy, he visits Kratos and his son and there's, there's a lot of reasons for these things happening, very specific things that happen that lead to him coming there. And Kratos thinks he's after him. He's no, he's after, he's, he's actually after the the, the the wife that's passed away that leads him on the journey. And Baldur is indestructible. He cannot feel pain. He cannot be hurt uh, bar one particular thing. And it's just the fight with him at the very start. It's like a full-on boss level fight. If you've got it in hard, like a hard mode, he kicks fuck at you. If you're no, see if you're the one of these people who just goes, oh, "I'm just going to hack and slash." It was a very, because I was like, "God of War, I'm just going to start rattling X and kill or whatever the button went and right. kill this guy." No, no, I'm like defending and then fucking try to get away from him and it's murder. But it's like it's quite a nuanced story, and he's played by uh, the guy who plays Daniel Faraday and Lost, and it's just. See 'cause of the, the mo cap acting, like he's doing this weird, crazed like you can of feel pain, but you can't feel anything else. So what does that do to somebody's brain? And see when you start to feel sorry for the villain, that's when you're like, I need to kill this guy, but I feel bad for it. And it leads to mere like bastard bad guys in that whole game. Um Thor is pretty much gonna be the I think for the next one. Right. Um and Freya, so that's gonna be interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Uh Marvel movie? talking about Freya? Marvel movie villains? Thanos. (laughs) Thanos, for one. Aye. Um, Not the best villain in the entire MCU, in my opinion. No.
3: No.
2: I don't even even think he's the best villain. The best villain, the most. The villain that has the greatest success rate in the entire MCU is Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo is the guy, it's Helmut Zemo, the guy that's in Civil War, Mm -hmm. who orchestrates everything. Aye. He wins. Well I he, he does not he wins. Doesn't matter what happens to him, he wins because everything that he wanted to happen happened. They're all broken up, they're all miserable. He wins. Right. Especially when you think you're watching that movie and you're thinking, Oh, there's gonna be a bunch of super soldiers like crazy super soldiers and they're gonna winter soldiers and they're gonna murder everybody and it leads you to believe you're gonna get a big massive fight like that and you don't and then you get the video and it shows you what Bucky did. And it's like he killed my mum. My mom is heartbreaking. It's like, you killed my mom. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's like, you can't even, like, the entire movie, I'm like, fucking hell, Tony, calm down. And then they get to that, but I'm like, you know what? No, that's fair. <laughs> like, it's entirely fair. And it's like Cap becomes the bad. It's kind of similar to the, um, the comic. It's like the entire thing, you're hating on Tony Stark for the registration act, but then you get to the end and realise he's no wrong. You like need to be accountability to some extent. Aye, I kind of stand general Ross.
1: So all you know, the villains that we've mentioned, I can't kind of believe no we'll mention of mentioned them yet. But he's the blackest villain in the universe. Well, Vader. Aye. Oh, I was getting to
2: Vader. <laughs> Vader's a question. What was the? Obviously, he's a bad guy.
1: He's portrayed
0: as like a bad guy. Do you know
2: how you know Vader's a bad guy?
0: Because he's
1: Because he killed younglings. Do you know why he's raging though? Because Obi Wan had the high ground. Fuck off. <laughs> See
0: that door? Out. <laughs> Get out. Arsehole.
1: Vader's like the like. I don't it... like the fact that he turned him into a pure emo though. Like um, he's always been a bit... Who turned her against me. You know. I, mean, I, like... I
2: like the motivation on. Like, I've told you, the best thing about Vader is all of the extra stuff you get that isn't in the movies. Like, I have this, the Marvel Star Wars comics where it shows you how he finds out Luke is who he is. Um, and there's a great point where he finds out who he is and he's, like, on his own and he goes to, like a little viewing deck on one of the Star Destroyers. And he just kind of moves his hand in the panel and the entire glass just shatters. It's just pure rage because that's, like, that's the moment. He's like, fuck you, Emperor, I'm going to kill you. I think he's always been going to kill him because that's kind of what happens with the Sith. Sith so in general are like um, they're all fairly decent bad really guys. Snoke was a bit of a letdown. Let Kylo uh, Ren, on the other hand, I'm all for him. Oh aye. Such I such a prick.
1: Adam Driver right now he's fucking great.
2: The minute you kill Han Solo, he's like fuck you. Oh I fuck you. Because so deep down inside you're not thinking. Oh, he's just killed Han Solo. You're thinking he's killed Han Solo. He's killed. He's killed. The, he's killed the president from Air Force One. He's killed f- Indiana Jones because <laughs> that's what's happening in your heart when that bit I, I cried like a fucking baby I don't give a shit I was a mess
1: I was sitting watching that in the pictures when it came out and I was just like, fucking jaw dropped I was just like Aah. it's Chewie's it, crying it, it was like somebody had just ripped my spine at my ass Star Wars
2: has got exceptional bad guys Like I don't think oh, it's, it's got terrible ones as I'm well we're we'll getting
1: there we'll get there um, but, no because there's other ways No there is to other ways there but I mean if you want to talk really good bad guys as well you could look at Boba Fett I mean he's kind of shite what? but he's No
2: no no no, no, no He's no, kind of no, shite but he's no, still cool No <laughs> No Let's just rewind here a wee second Boba Fett is shite
1: Do I know for why?
2: Tell me what he does in the original trilogy What does he do?
1: He falls into a pit.
2: The only thing, he stands about looking cool, and then the one time he uses his jetpack, what happens? He gets twatted and falls in the sarlacc pit. Right. Boba Pett, Fett is shite. Do you know who's better than You were Bo- going to say
1: Boba Fett, <laughs> right? uh,
2: Boba Fett was no shite. Boba Fett is absolutely gash. Like, his son is better. Aye. Django. Uh, aye. Uh, no, he's like that. Django. And, aye. Um, Boba Fett's more, is actually, does more. An Attack of the Clones and he does in like Empire and Return of Jedi.
1: Well, it, <laughs> he just looks cool. If you include the, look, the cartoon bit of the Christmas, the Christmas special, then that's how he was first And
2: Andy, introduced. nobody includes the Christmas special. And nobody includes Boba Fett. It's like, he's just so shite. He's not a good villain. Jabba the Hutt's a better villain than Boba Fett. Mm. Jabba the Hutt's basically just a giant, like, Harvey Weinstein, really, isn't he? Mm slobbering and try to touch women.
1: I get dark then. <laughs> Just a tad. Uh
2: Palpatine though being the sort of and even now especially where the new one coming out and we know he's back in some fashion inherently the villain of the entire saga, as it were. Skywalker saga they're calling uh... it. Now. Like every movie that's been out since then. He is the He is the essentially the the main Main bad guy. It's the the thing that really got me for that, like he's good in the original trilogy, but there's not a lot for him to do. Right. He doesn't really do very much other than cackle. It's the Revenge of the Sith is not a great movie, but it has some really good bits in it. And the see the scene where they're watching the weird water fucking opera thing dance. Ah, that was that always reminds me of like Blitzball for Final Fantasy. Aye, Final um, Fantasy 10, aye. But it's the when he's talking about Darth Plagueis the Wise. And aye. that story, just like you're just intently listening the entire time, like he's such a prick. <laughs> aye. it's like absolute prick of a man who just like it's all mental as opposed to it's, it's all manipulation. I mean, anybody that can kill Sam Jackson in a movie,
1: oh, aye, I
2: feel true. like that might have been in his contract. He's like <laughs> I will only be killed if it's the motherfucking emperor. I am not <laughs> being killed by anyone else. It has to be the emperor, and sure enough. <laughs> ultimate no, Um there's some uh, Darth Maul Darth Maul was a guy who who who, at least see if it hadn't been for that fight he would have been in the same realm as Boba Fett looks aye. cool Disney Day but because you get that fight it's spectacular oh, especially aye. when he gets brought back in the Clone Wars with Metal Feet Han Solo which was criminally not seen by enough
1: people and Solo was amazing Andy
2: doesn't get a say in this He didn't go to the cinema to see it when I told him several times to go see it Because he's an asshole.
1: Fuck and you It was either Solo or Endgame So I picked Endgame Ah, but was I right Oh it was a great movie was a big yeah, Western. I, I, I wish I did go to the pictures and see it But time and money was a, an issue But um, We've currently got cats chasing each other By the way nah. I'm wondering what that shuffling is
3: mm. uh-huh.
1: Boop, 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 boop. I,
2: know. I feel like Star Wars is one that you can go <laughs> and on and on and on and on and on. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> on, and on and on and on about. Um, so I'm kind of. I think we need to do like a longer thing on Star Wars to really go into it. Yes. But uh, I was thinking about. I was trying to figure out books, Villains, the other day. Voldemort's up there. It's meant to be Voldemort, apparently. Yeah, but. See, I
0: would honestly see that Umbridge is more of an arsehole than that. Voldemort. He's
2: a you, it's because she's a very real. That's another thing that comes as much as she's a fucking wizard. You, you, she's basically Nurse Ratchet but with a wand.
0: Everybody on everybody has had that one teacher at school that's an absolute i Aye. Everybody's that one that's always got like four favourite wings and everybody else is a dickhead.
2: And just abusive, like genuinely, like right. horrible.
0: That's. I think that's what it is. That, and I feel like oh, like Voldemort was always going to be like a. He was always going to be a bad guy when he like fucking Tom Riddle. Nobody's been, been a good. No, he's the
2: way in him. I don't name like Marvolo and thinks he's going to be a physicist or like a bank teller.
0: No, when him like Marvolo being doing magic tricks is exactly what I would expect from. Him. The
2: thing about him though is a lot of like nature versus nurture going on there. Like, exactly is he just inherently evil or is it because?
0: Because nobody gave a shit enough about him.
2: Like he's the product of essentially rape because she uses quite dark, but she uses, his mum uses a love potion on a muggle man named Tom Riddle to get up to fall in love. They have a wayne she basically thinks oh, I've been there a long time, he will love me. When the potion wears off, potion wears off and he leaves her. And so she's left with a way in, and I'm fairly certain she takes, she I don't know if she takes her life or just dies. She dies of a broken heart. I, f-
0: uh, I feel like that's pretty much a sentence. Lord Voldemort's mob was a rapist.
2: Yes, She's inherently a rapist. It's, it's, I mean, it's dark. And but again, it's...
0: because his dad pissed off and didn't love her, she didn't look after him and he ended up in an orphanage and he was bullied at school and things like that. So, I mean, it is, there is a case for nature versus nature they did. They just decide not everybody who's even related in any way to being either human, half-blood or whatever, fuck the lot of them.
2: He's one of these villains that could be quite one-note, but he's not because of the stuff that happens in sex. When you get all the backstory and what he was about and
0: You can understand where it's coming been from. Been
2: murdering people since he was sixteen, kind of thing. Um, Does not they make it right? It just means just... that
0: you can understand where it comes from, whereas there's mm. literally no reason that I can think of why Dolores Umbridge would need to torture Wayne's. No.
2: That I must not tell one Espec- thing.
0: If it was the if it was the Arsehole Waynes, then I would understand. Torture the Arsehole Waynes. Oh,
2: that'd be cool.
0: Don't torture the good wings.
2: Gregory Goyle. No, but the the thing about the The only thing that always bothers me about the um, Harry Potter, see the movies see the end fight in the book between Voldemort and Tom Mm. Riddle is one of my favourite bits where he's just, uh, Voldemort, he's just called him Tom the entire time in Tottenham and it's just one wee quick Mm. thing and it's done whereas the movie felt the need to have just this elongated fucking, and he could feel himself dying, which was neither really the point No, it was Uh,
0: supposed to be a one shot, boom, done
2: Aye, job done, your corpse is kicking about Oh,
0: and and the I love the last to the last parts of that chap that book as well because it shows you like each villain getting defeated in a different way as well.
2: Ah, uh, it's the it's Molly who kills Bellatrix. Bellatrix not is, my daughter, you bitch. Belatrix Lestrange is is one of the is one of the few villains that are just as good and t- like cause she. I have a dent. It's uh, an old, my mum's old flat when I lived in there. Whenever that book came out, there's a dent in the wall that never get fixed, because when I got to the point in the book where she kills Sirius Black,
0: did you? Launch I your closed book?
2: the book and fucking launched it at the wall, and had to go. I went and got a cup of tea. I had to like calm myself. I was so upset.
0: Was that? You miserable black-hearted bitch.
2: Greeting. I so not as bad as Dumbledore, but I was really upset because that was the what I just um. I empathised with that. I don't know what it was. It's, it's the... No, maybe it's absent father syndrome. You're just very maybe much it's like,
0: like... you were. like so, you, you were so close to having a daddy finger. The only
2: thing about it is, though, is see, when you read it as an adult, you realise he's a terrible fucking guardian. <laughs> he's like, aye, on you go. Do these dangerous things. It'll be fucking brilliant. It's like, hey, nah, he's no. He's not... He, he wouldn't make a good dad uh, at all. Fucking crazy person. Uh, it's like, yeah, like, stuff like that's all so weird. Um...
0: It's it it's, it has the Harry Potter's always had really good villains all the way through.
2: Mm. Do you know who the most evil uh, villain of all is, as far as video games go? Uh, the player in The Sims. Oh uh! you in The Sims, specifically you.
0: Oh, uh, I'm a psychopath. I will legit like, box them into a two, two by two square and just leave them go mad in there. Or
2: you get like a swimming pool and you take away the ladders.
0: <laughs> Aye, listen, some like. Every now
2: and again in Sims, your house needs a ghost. That's a sense. There's a lot of, like, literary villains are a weird one. Uh, Randall Flagg's one of my favourites. He's a guy that uh, Stephen King uses quite a lot. He's primarily uh, Martin Broadcloak, uh, or the the man in black in The Dark Tower, but he also turns up in The Stand as Randall Flagg. Uh, he's in Hearts in Atlantis. He's mentioned as a guy who went RF. Anybody who's basically got RF. Uh, in a Stephen King book, his ninety percent is, is going to be him. It actually is who he is, but he's 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 just a he leads to like the murder of Roland Deschain's entire family, his entire clan, all his pals, and it's just about him and him going after each other. Movie fucked up completely, but um, perf- it, it would have made perfect sense if the casting was the other way around. Okay. If McConaughey had played, it wouldn't have helped the script. If McConaughey had played Roland and Idris Elba had played the Man in Black, it would have been.
0: I feel like that would have made a bit. Of, of it it would have made
2: me. I don't know why. I just it gets in my head. But Randall, flag they're doing a, a version of the Stand again, uh, a mini series, and i'm they've not announced who's played them yet. And I feel like they need to get either an unknown or somebody massive. There's no two ways about it. It needs to no, be. No, you somebody. can't
0: have like a B list. You've got to have like like. A platinum star type lister, uh, or just uh, absolute nobody, and make somebody's like, career off of Somebody
2: it? like Michael Shannon, or some it seems to be somebody with quite a bit of presence because he's just a bastard and murders an entire country.
0: If we're talking yeah. about book villains, I think it's only important to be flying Sauron in there as well.
2: I'm weird with that. In fact,
0: um... I'm not. N- Maybe not
2: Sauron, but definitely Saruman. Saruman's a bit of a Sauron's just kind of like he's just there. He's just like the malevolent thing he's... that people worry about. Ah, he's the he's the guy that's just got that you go murder these people. Um, and he's the he's just kind of like the MacGuffin villain, same as the ring. It's not really.
0: But again, Saruman is a proper. Um, I used to be a good guy. Now I'm going to be a bastard. He betrays guy.
2: everybody. That's what makes him a bit because he's he's betrayed everybody, and then tries to. <laughs> cool back and then in the book specifically he fucks up the shire um which they don't include in the movies because it would have been weird because there's enough endings in that movie to <laughs> it's like especially the extended there's plus. about 12 endings in that film already the last thing they need is a scorning in the shire way sharky which is what he calls himself <laughs> it's such a strange left turn i get why they did it is to show how the hobbits have all changed but it's still such a weird a weird turn he's still
0: in the, the in to
2: take it back. Oh. J.R.R. No. Tolkien goes in weird places with Lord of the Rings. He goes off in like long tangents about the colour of trees and mm-hmm. stuff like that and El- Elvish language and songs.
0: Listen, you might see how much of a tangent that boy could end up on. All you need to do is read The Council of Elrond.
2: Not even that. Yeah, Tom Bombadil, that entire chapter. Oh my god, Tom
0: Bombadil. I skip it. Fucking useless, pointless I chapter. I skip it completely.
2: I get told that was sacrilege, but I skip Tom Bombadil every time I read it, and I read it once a year. I mean,
0: in, in, I know that in um, Two Towers, there's, there's a very subtle nod to Tom Bombadil in there, mm. whenever they're sort of sleeping next to the tree, and they drink a little bit of the water, and then they end up like two inches taller than where they were. There's a teeny I... little subtle, subtle nod in there, but even Peter Jackson said there's no point in us putting this in here, because he, it's he, a waste. He just
2: drags the movie. Tom, uh, that the, I love. That's the extended version with the growing scene. The that's that is, they move a lot of stuff about in the extended version with the Ents.
0: What the? I think the way that, especially because I mean, in this point, fucking GRR Tolkien's a villain because trying to read that boy's story like and follow it all the way through from start to finish can be difficult because it does isn't write in any kind of chronological order. It will a run runway a run way a story for ages and ages and ages, it's, and then, like. Going back three
2: weeks, let's join the other party. At, it's only in fellowship with the two towers. It's the first part of the two towers book is Frodo and Sam. Second part is Aragorn, Alas Gimli, and everybody in Rohan. Uh, I'm sure that's the way it is. I I, I think it doubles back because you get Helm's Deep at the end, and then in the Return of the King, you get which works much better in the book because you get Aragorn stuff first. And the end of the first part of the book leads up to at the gate with the mouth, and you get the chainmail. And because you've no, been, you've no went and any, it's a much better like wee cliffhanger because you've not actually been with Frodo and Sam. And then the second half of the book goes Frodo and Sam. By
0: the
2: way, this is why the mouth has the chainmail. But this is in the movie. It's very much we know they're okay, so it doesn't quite work as well. Which is why they cut it out of the theatrical edition. It, it doesn't work quite as well. I
0: would. Uh, I loved that character though.
2: I was actually kind of upset that it wasn't there in the main movie. I don't watch the theatrical versions
0: anymore. I can eh? No, because you know how much is missing for you whenever you. Just why
2: I watch. It's <laughs> something you put on if you can sleep for twelve, no, eleven hours in a bit. But,
0: uh, I I it, I, only, I think I've only done it like four times when I've watched them all back to front, and then I felt like a bit of a villain myself whenever mm. I tried to get up off the couch after I'd finished.
2: There's one villain. It's uh, both uh, both book and. Film and TV miniseries is Pennywise the Clown. Oh, uh, it was fucking terrifying.
0: Absolute nightmares.
2: How do you feel about the TV miniseries, Tim Curry, Pennywise the Clown, Andy? Because uh, we were talking about books and we never get in there because Andy's just looking like fuck off.
1: My thoughts on it, like the first part for the TV series is absolutely brilliant. It's just at the end, the second part. It's kind of where it lets it sell down a wee bit. It's just the very end fight, it's...
2: It's causing the nerve, the money, to really do...
1: Do it justice. Yeah. I mean, the book's terrifying because it's your own mind. It fucks with you. But the film doesn't really show a very good representation of it.
2: This is why I think you wouldn't... Because you've not seen the the movie.
1: The new one? Aye, the movie.
2: The first that. Really nails it. It absolutely nails like the, it's a creeping sense of horror. It nails because it you don't really get it in the in the minis because it's a bit about the people. the The, the adults are kind of twisted by the town as well because Pennywise lives there, so the adults are twisted to be horrible. It's why uh, uh Thingy's uh dad, the lassie dad is is such, such a, a nasty bastard. horrible bastard. Uh, it's because this thing's twisting his mind in the. TV miniseries, I don't think they quite do it justice. I don't grasp that. It's very much, it's like they're, they're kind of nonchalant about things happening, as opposed to... It's
1: kind of similar to Freddy Krueger. Like uh, the parents all sort of... Well
2: that's just try to, they try to ignore it to, in the hopes that it will aye, go away. Will go away aye. As opposed to but with Pennywise and the, especially at Bill, Tim Curry's magnificent. Bill Skarsgård is, is amazing in part one. Um, part two will be at the end of the near the end of the year, which is soon. I think it comes out in uh, end of September, start of October. Uh, but there's bits in that that just floor me, and it's a thing he does. Bill Skarsgård particular does a thing where he can push his lips to it. He doesn't; it's no makeup in it. And he just sort of pucks his lips and it makes them spread out, kind of like a now that you're getting those images of like small children in paintings where they're just ellipsic and kind a of wee bit mm-hmm. weird and full, heart shaped, he can do that and see that on something that's screaming at you with a pole in its head, wanting mm. to merge you. It's fucking terrifying.
1: Well, on that note, folks. Nah, it's creepy as fuck.
2: Aye. Um, I feel, is there anybody we really no touched on? I feel like T1000's awesome. Terminator's awesome. I don't, I don't think. T1000's Xenomorphs in general. Aye. I never find I mean, them scary, though.
1: There's that many sort of villains that there's, like, there's not really one that you can pinpoint as like, the ultimate villain. Is... Well,
2: I know how to narrow it down. Who is the best Disney villain of all time? Wait, oh no, wait
0: a minute. Nope. Yeah.
2: Who is the best Disney villain of all time?
0: Oh, see, I struggle with the answer to that question, and I'll tell you why because I love most Disney villains. It's Maleficent.
2: That's the answer. She can turn into a dragon. Hands down. Who else is going to fuck with Scar gonna turn up, what's he gonna do? I mean he's got a good he's got a good singing number on him. We're well, Nazi hyenas. But see if she turns up, like who like there's no other villains in that that in Disney that I can think of that can go up against this bird can turn into a dragon.
0: I don't
2: know. I thought it would see what she'd probably get a bash because she
0: could fucking Do you
1: know what happens when you set fire to a squid? Calamari. Dried up. Oh that's salt, mate.
2: If you burn anything, you no. think of slugs now.
1: so um,
2: if you if you set fire to it, it's going to dry out eventually. No, Andy, aye, that's true, uh, the greatest video game villain of all time is a question that I want to ask. It's probably either Bowser or maybe Dracula for me for Castlevania, or just Ocelot. Um, apart from like Kingdom Hearts guys, but that's that's in the same realm with Disney. Aye. Um Can we
3: also
2: with
0: the fact that the guy that shot Bambi's mom? Ma- He's an absolute villain. Oh, she had the gun. How did
2: she have a <laughs> gun? She's a deer in the forest. They're tasty. That's not an excuse to just go shooting them. I feel like Bambi's dad's a bigger villain. How? he just, <laughs> he just he does, does fuck, just fuck all, did so not he he, <laughs> he?
1: he fucked off to get a pack of fags and never came back. Yeah.
2: He's in. <laughs> do you know there's a Bambi two that's set uh, in between? It's like immediately after his mother is killed, but before he's an adult. What? So it's and his and his dad comes back and t- tries to like look after him. And he's voiced by like Patrick Stewart. I think it's pure weird. What? I mean, it's such a strange show. It's when Disney were doing the direct to TV, direct to video oh, sequels. Uh, sequels, like oh, oh, was like the Return one. of Jafar. Oh, that was how terrible. have we not talked about Jafar? Jafar is a sleazy bastard. He, he like he get like all that phenomenal cosmic power. Yeah, um, and what does he do? He puts Princess Jasmine in a slutty outfit and clear, well, clearly wants to touch her in ways that he shouldn't.
1: well, to be fair, no. <laughs> no,
2: no, no, no. Aladdin's a weird bit because the TV sees some good villains like Mosin Raff, who was meant to be his uh, brother, was the reveal was going to be, and then they shot the shot the boss. Do
1: you know who's a good TV villain? Shut
2: the bus, shut the bed. Shut the bus is a totally different
1: thing. Good TV villain is uh, it was a guy that was in Breaking Bad. What? That Walter ran uh, El Poco or El Paco Chaco or whatever it called. Oh, Gus. Gus. Gus, aye. Uh, Gustav Fring, mm-hmm. was it? Aye. Uh, he was really good in Breaking Bad. <laughs> he's quite scary.
2: Like, genuinely scary. The only thing mm. scary than him is Walter White by the end of it. Um, aye. But, no, Gus was quite...
1: All
3: the
2: like, Even the two Mexican brothers who just don't really say it, who just don't say it, and they're just coming to kill uh, Hank. It's right. just like, fuck, this is, this is messed up. Absolutely messed it. up. Everybody in that seems to be a bit unhinged. Um, do you know what terrifies me the most about Breaking Bad? See uh, Hank's wife, whose name I can't remember right
1: now. Oh, obs- she's a pure villain, mate. See her she... obsession with the colour purple. You look, you look at her house, it's all purple. Everything. I can't say that I've noticed. Every single thing.
2: Let's, I know how to narrow it down, right? So the specific genres of what you would classify as a villain, and what the best one is, and I think this is an interesting way to go out by ending it. So, the best vampire villain in any movie: David for the Lost Boys. I'm
0: gonna go for Lost. Ah,
2: uh, David for me, just for you're eating worms, Michael. It's just like, I had a dream where I was him. I'm assuming you mean Tom Cruise list that, as opposed to whatever the fuck happened with Queen of the Damned. Uh, I don't.
0: I don't. Stuart Townsend isn't a thing.
2: He was meant to be uh, like this and no, he was just too much of a dick yeah, and, he, so bad and get fired. Like <laughs> uh, your favorite?
1: Oh, serial killer's a good one for.
2: I mean, mines is probably serial
1: killers. No, really, a villain. oh well, they're a villain. No, in movies, mate. I don't mean sorry. like. Sorry.
2: I don't mean. I don't want to mean like. Te- oh, Ted Bundy's it's my favorite serial
1: killer. killer he
2: been Horror, mate. So I'm separating that a wee bit because he's technically in people's dreams. It's not quite the same.
1: But he was a serial killer before it because he was a child killer.
2: I, I rate Hannibal Lecter higher than the serial killer. I I, well, I, I hierarchy than I do Freddy Krueger.
1: I'm, I'm gonna have to say Buffalo Bill.
2: Well, that's fair. Who's your favourite horror? Like the classic horrors, like but no classic, as in like Frankenstein
1: and all that, which is.
2: But like that era of like 80s, 90s horrors, like your favourite.
1: Oh. You know, Pinhead.
2: Captain Howdy. Remind me.
0: The little demon that possessed Reagan from The Exorcist.
2: Oh, fuck. I, that movie freaks me the fuck out, man. I was already on
0: social static crab walking down the stairs backwards.
2: That uh, uh, I don't know what it... It, it really fucking fucks me. Your sucks, I, it's on. just... It's, it's the atmosphere of that film rather than what's actually happening. The music helps a lot and the when it's suddenly freezing in the room when you get fucking Max once I do just kicking about it. it's like, he's the guy that any movie he's in he makes it better even if he's only in it for two seconds like Star Wars in it for two seconds didn't she, she really did well she didn't play all the parts she wasn't, every, she wasn't uh, I don't think she was allowed to play uh, all it was the I'm fairly certain this person that played potentially played the mother in certain bits like a make up thing on. but you can't tell it's really well it's stupidly well done Aye. things
0: like you exactly going to get the wee seven or eight year old lassie that's doing her film to masturbate with a crucifix you're not going to get her to film that shit
2: no I think it's because they got, see, they got a director of like like Oscar winning caliber to direct that movie
0: even that film though the amount of accidents that's and cursed. problems and deaths that they've had while filming it that film's fucking coming
2: cool. uh, people like The Omen
1: as well that's
2: first one's good Remake the rest are kind of Second one's kind of so-so. Third one's fucking terrible. Aye. Third one's like a, a political movie, and somehow like fucking, uh, it, I don't know. Fucking Doctor Grant for Jurassic Park. See, <laughs> like, I just I couldn't do it. I love Sam Neil, and he's great in like the Mouth of Madness, where he's playing the. Have you seen in the Mouth of Madness? No. It's the third of um. Uh, John Carpenter's Apocalypse Trilogy. It's like the thing Prince of Darkness, In the Mouth of Madness, and it's like an H.P. Lovecraft thing where he's trying to find that a, a book publisher, is putting in an insurance claim because their highest paid offer, Sutter Kane, has vanished. And he's trying to find them and get the manuscript. But it goes down this route of what's real, what's fiction, because Sutter Kane believes he's, basically anytime he's writing is becoming reality. And it's whether the monsters that have been telling him things are trying to come through, but it's fucked up. Absolutely fucked up and messed with me. I watched it, and it was like BBC Two, like two and them on the morning ones, and I just watched it. I think it was about 12. Um, Prince of Darkness fucked me as well, but Freddy's probably up there um, as far as horror. Freddy and Chucky for me. Freddy's terrifying, even when he's been funny. Uh, like the first. Well, I was going to say first three. The first movie's great, the third one's the best. I don't think there's any argument. Dream World is the best.
0: Aye, absolutely.
2: Um, he kind of becomes. It's not really until even when he's doing like the Dream Child, he's still kind of creepy. It's kind of when they do Freddy's Dead, it becomes like a joke.
0: It's almost like he's a parody of himself.
2: And then they go and do like for ages do nothing, and then new nightmare comes out. New nightmare is like where he's this other being that takes the former Freddy. to uh, it was the three one. Aye, Freddy's dead. Terrible.
1: Aye, it was just fucked up. It does have like
2: one of my favourite bits though. It's a bit like where the guys like, where are you, "What are What's wrong? Where are we?" And he's like, and he's just like going through all the papers, and there's this thing that says, "We are fucked on the map." He's like, "We're fucked." And I just <laughs> like, ha. Um,
1: I did like Freddy versus Jason though? Still on
2: the funny side
3: though.
2: I like that they pretended to be Jason's mother. That was quite a good wee. It's a manipulating thing. The Jason movies are the Friday the 13th movies are a weird one because the first one's great, second one's good, and then the
1: rest are a bit push. um The third one
2: had
1: nothing even to do with
2: season of the witch. Aye, that was garbage. aye. I know they're all bad apart for the more recent. They see the last the one that came out. When I don't think it was. You know what my favourite one is? What's the one? Where, who is it that kills him in a uh, resurrection again? It's, it's not Busta Rhymes or something. Who is it? Is that? It? I can't remember. It's a fucking rapper that kills him. Not too sure. I honestly, don't really want to check it because like, it's just but it's like he it gets murdered by like somebody pointless. Um, the only thing that's weird about that film it's a terrible movie but it has quite a a modern twist on it. it had, like you. It was people were helping the guy in this house. The idea was they were on a reality show. They're going to spend the night in the Michael Myers house. Cool. What could possibly go wrong? And the lassie who was like the the last girl thing, she was getting helped by somebody who was on a computer watching it. And this was like early 2000s, so way ahead of like people that this seemed like an unusual concept back mm-hmm. then, which I think is fucking hilarious. Um, and the new one that came out, just Halloween, which is essentially what if only the first movie was canonical. And he's been in jail for 30 40 50 like how, what happens and what happens to like laurie strode and she's she's cool as fucking badass but she's broken like completely like she's just constantly in fear or oh, and she's built a house designed solely for when he comes back so she can deal with him right. it's and it's brilliant because you've got like the her her daughter and her granddaughter and they all together. Very much. It's one of those movies that you get the wee intel. So I'll be raging about, uh, because like, like Why the other three, women? women survive this movie. Um, it's fucking brilliant film. Like stupidly good and brutal. Like there's no always oh, the curse of foreign or the fuck that nonsense. But you know what? Do you remember that? Like when it it went into the weird thing and it was the guy with the hat who broke him out and then it's like oh, there's a cult about Michael Myers and it's just get weird. Um, but it's just simply they did take a ton. He's just him, he's mental, unstoppable, insane. Paul Rudd's in the uh, one of the Michael Myers movies, I think it's the Curse of or something. No, like it that. It's a terrible film.
1: Well in uh. that note. No, 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 people... <sighs> you in a rush to get your bed. No, I'm just fucking starving. I want something to eat. I'll oh, bless no, no, you. Google,
0: I think it is important that we recover one villain that for some reason the three of us have somehow managed to miss. hmm Joffrey fucking Baratheon. I'll tell you why. Mm. Absolute psychopath.
2: Any time I watch that bit in Batman Begins, where he appears, and it's the bit where he's on the we went, it's like, nobody will believe him, and he throws him the grapple thing, and he be like, yeah, show your kids that, no, you've met Batman. All I'm thinking is, go on, push him. Push Sorry. him, Batman.
0: Push him off, yeah. because then he will only kill Ned Stark.
2: Because that's how things work. <laughs> in my head. <laughs> It's like, shove him! Shove the wee bastard. No,
0: right, I mean, granted, he's probably a bit of a lunatic as a result of being a product of incest. However, his two siblings were not. Hmm. So, I'm trying to work out if that's, again, another nature. Is it like a
2: best-of-three thing? thing? Like, one in every three children will be a fucking psycho if you shag your sister.
0: It's, that's it's, essentially... It's either that or they're gone full meatloaf. Well, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> 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 oh, Pop. <laughs> I love that you have to describe the pop now.
2: Before we go, mention Meat No. Meat No. <laughs> meat
0: Meat it, It's for vegans.
2: Meat No. <laughs> uh, Dr. Frankenfrotter from Rocky Horror Picture Show is one of the finest bad guys on the planet.
0: See, I look. Hi. Hi. He killed Eddie.
2: You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make sure like you, your, something happens to you. Like, the car breaks down, and instead of just going, Hi, here's the phone, I'll get you a regular mechanic he opts for a satanic mechanic and shows him I've got this body that I've built (laughs) for
0: the sex
2: (laughs) in my basement that's got the big fucking ruined electrical things that you always see in old horror movies you're not quite sure how that works I want to know where you get them I want one I'm sure there's there's bound to be an order place if Ed would get a hoddy one, I'm wondering how anybody else did. Like, because genuinely, I'm thinking, how much would you like one of them? If you had a big enough house, you'd absolutely have a couple of them just sitting. And a wee bit, of this made up to look like you're about to like make some bodies into a person. Um, was it Adam? Rocky. Who's that? Who's that I'm, I'm
0: I don't know who you're thinking, but it's the Rocky Horror Picture uh, do, Show. Do you
2: know who I'm thinking? Yeah. Adam's the guy who gets put together in uh Buffy. The big, that's, that's where, that's it where is. the names come from.
0: Here, by the way, we could have spent a whole. St- we, will <laughs> entire, um, we will spend an entire.
2: We ep- will spend an entire thing on Buffy. I need to rewatch it. Um,
0: it's on Amazon Prime. We'll watch a couple of episodes right. you. That's
2: my very near uh, to talk about because it's. I mean, as depressing as Series Five is, <laughs> I'll get through it.
0: Oh my God, Season Five with. Oh, wait, but hang on. Is that Glory?
2: Uh, no, no, it was mm- yeah. Yeah. It
0: was Master, and then it was Angel and Spike, and mm. then it was the Mayor, and then it was Adam when they went to uni, and then it was Glory, Willow, and then the First.
2: Yeah. First is a genius um, villain. It's just not really a villain.
0: It's a. Co- it's it's, it's an idea.
2: It's the amalgamation of all things that are evil. Enjoy. Uh, um, it's not really evil. It's just like, I needed to do this, because this is, I know. Sorry. To
0: be fair, I mean, she's already fight, fought gods and demons, and vampires and witches fuck it why not the the actual concept of evil do you know who the
2: worst villain in buffy is the brain aneurysm that kills her (sighs) maw
0: fucking hell and he's absolutely right
2: there's not a single villain in that that's made me feel as depressed like see when she walks she's like mum mum mummy no
0: (laughs) no oh no
2: and you get the entire episode and it's just the ringing and it, oh my god. Is the biggest star of all
1: time most popular. Mm. Fucking
2: Jar Jar Binks. Why are you show me a picture of that? I'm not.
1: No. What
0: are you.
2: Sh- are you going down the route of like Jar Jar Binks's. Uh, right,
0: I feel like I need to provide some context here.
2: <laughs> no, I'll put a picture up with the episode, don't feel, worry.
0: Right, no, no. Um, I feel like. Should we describe what I'm seeing right now?
2: No, I'll show them. And they
0: because he kind of looks like he's been in the dungeon
2: it's like Jar Jar Binks has got his anus out and a pair of balls uh, Jar, are you also, going,
0: J- no way is Jar Jar Binks is dick that big
2: you are aware of the conspiracy that Jar Jar Binks is responsible for every, but he is responsible for everything because if it wasn't for an attack of the clones there's a political this is why I don't like the prequels because it's always like there's a political discourse happening in the senate fuck off
0: there's it's, always a political discourse,
2: it's, it's the Senate. It's a motion to give Palpatine power during war. Which, Jar Jar is the deciding vote for Naboo because uh, Amidala's half getting her hole. That's essentially what happened. They set it up so she's nowhere there, Jar Jar's... It's fucking boring, but essentially Jar Jar Binks is responsible for the Empire because that vote led to Palpatine having power and that power led to him being able to create the Empire. Jar, Jar Binks is uh, a Sith mastermind.
0: He's also a dick.
2: He's also a racial stereotype.
0: Means I think a to Fuck off. Remember Brian Blessed's in that
2: movie?
0: E.T.'s in their movies?
2: Yes, he is. Uh, E.T. You know, uh, E.T.'s the, the e. a weird one because it's like it makes you think the military's a villain and the early, really. They're just trying to help him. Aye. They're to protect him, but the Aye. kids
0: are trying to stop the uh, military from protecting him. I love
2: the things that Spielberg does in Ways his, his bad guys, because he gives them like, a specific thing, and in E.T., it's the guy's keys that are hanging for his belt, and that's how you identify all well, the noise. That's the guy who's chasing them at the start. It's just a weird wee weird wee thing. And it's, then... a,
0: it's almost like a, a, it's like a brain. to tell. It's, Aye. it's something for your brain to cling on to. An not, I hear that noise that's a bad guy coming.
2: And it's like a film anchor. You hear certain thing and you go that's who's coming like the Imperial Marsh you hear that that's who's coming. This is just something that was built like, in the film. like the
0: sirens hit in Silent Hill you know for a fact that the whole world's going to start rotting and head's going to start around the corner and turn you into a kebab.
2: Oh before I final before we piss off because Andy's hungry. Your favourite TV show villain like cartoon be back in the day
1: it's got to only be the one and only Shredder for a Teenage Mutant and the Turtles
2: see when you think that like, I understand you're going for he's the not, no, I don't think he's good see opinion. when you're going for the nostalgia there is like how often is he out that actually won
1: oh he's never one but he's my, he was my favourite villain though mm. you said who was your favourite villain fake cartoons mm. no that's
2: fair he's my favourite villain he's like of all the fucking like, Shredder I was always more partial to Krang and thought Ninja Turtles, to be honest. I don't know why. I think it was just a weird design. Um, for me, uh, Mighty Max Skullmaster was terrifying because Skullmaster was voiced. Um, Skull Master is, is exactly what it sounds like. He's an evil guy. He's a skeleton sort of guy with a big muscly body. He's trapped in an alternate dimension. He needs to get Mighty Max's special cap because he can travel through portals and get out of there. That's the general premise of the show. Guess who his voice actor is? Tim Curry. Fuck. Tim Curry doing a terrifying, weird, screechy, like, sort of Frank Wilkery, Megatron, evil voice. Um, Megatron's up there. Fucking Mumra's shit. Mumra's one of these Mm. people. All you have to do is, like, tie him up and he'll trip down some stairs. Like, one loose cloth and Mumra is fucked. Uh, Skeletor, again, never wins. At all.
1: Why?
2: This is the only time I'll ever say this. The remake of He-Man is thematically... And as far as narrative goes, is a better series than the original. It is essentially it is a better program, and I'll tell you for why. There's an origin uh, episode for Skeletor, and it's built up, and you see him, and he's got the big, like, happy, like, you know, his face with the purple thing before he gets, and he sees his face melt like that. So you see his face melt in this cartoon. It's just a better cartoon than the original. The original was just it is what it is. Nostalgia's there, but it's just like you kinda take it seriously. The minute he calls like a guy a royal boob, you're just done. It's game over. Skeletor is just useless. Even in the movie, do you remember the movie? With Frank Langella playing fucking Skeletor and Dolph Lundgren was playing fucking. He-Man Dolph Lundgren
0: in his leather pants. Playing
2: He-Man. Uh, those movies. I've got a whole. I feel there's a discourse to happen about all those kind of movies, like Conan and She-Ra he man, all that is something to go doing at a later date. But overall, mm-hmm. villain wise, but Thanks. do you have like a? Do you have a top tier list? Say your top three for us to go.
0: Hang on, wait a minute. I think that we also need to have a memorable mention for Rita Repulsa from the bor- Morph Metamorph from her well,
2: Especially because she's dubbed terribly.
0: She's absolutely horrendous. Plus, she had really cool minions like Goldar, big, gigantic golden lion type deal.
2: Lord Zed wasn't really a minion, but Ivan Ooze, fuck.
0: <laughs> it's the absolute campus
2: Do you know who the real villain in the Power Rangers movie is? The, the script The director. The script. <laughs> the director. Everybody involved. Don't blame the director, he just get hired to deal with this shit. It's whoever wrote that script. Fucking psycho. Do you know there's been a few movies? It's like a turbo it was on Sky it was on like Sky Super Hero thing and it was like Power Rangers Turbo, the movie it was like not watching that. It's like Tom Mio probably that'll be in it. <laughs>
0: That boy's gonna be starting boot in his green Power Rangers outfit and his Zimmer for I
2: love the fact that they took a Japanese series like, which is about like they fight Satan and all that right. stuff, and and just made this show which somehow works. Uh, it's was, it was like Super Sentai, they did, they, I think that's what it's called, and then they just
1: fucking Goldar. They basically cut
2: two the shows together. Ah, it was, it was like genius. Right. Um, Balkan Skull is sort of bad guys. I can understand why Andy would like maybe like bulk more than skull, because you kind of look like him. Fuck
0: you. If you didn't, if you Skull? not he no Third Rock for the Sun.
2: Uh, but he, no, no, different guy. Kind of looks. I don't know who you're talking about the guy. Doesn't really open his eyes? No, uh, no, it's different. Guess some guy entire, he's got He's in Police Academy, I'm sure. One of the later ones. I could be wrong, but I'm, I recognise. But it's no, it's um, no. If you shaved, you would look like bulk. You're not as big as him, though. Yeah. Yourself? My cousin Paul used to look like him um, when he was like his heaviest before he started getting, like going to the gym. He looked exactly like like Bulk for the Power Rangers. I think I tell him once. That's probably why I started going to the gym. Really? Uh, so, top three. Your top three villains are across anything. Oh. We Darth Vader. Right. right. So we've
1: got Darth Vader, Hans Gruber. Hmm. And I'm probably gonna to have to go with Joker.
2: Mm, that's fair. I mean, we've got one. I mean, Joker, uh, Xehanort, Kingdom Hearts, and probably Freddy. Freddy Krueger is one of the like. It, it's one of the things that scared me as a kid. Aye. Did I tell you about the time I met him? I don't think I've talked about this in the podcast. No, Freddy Krueger. I've never met Freddy Krueger. I'd be dead. I've met Robert England. I went to uh, what was called Collectomania. I think it's just called Glasgow Film and Comic Con, and he was there, and I was nervous as fuck, and I had a VHS copy of Dream Warriors, which I've still got somewhere that she's signed. I'm gonna try and find it. And I went up, and he was looking at it like, it's like, um, and I was like, uh, this is very surreal. And he's like, why? And he's like, I don't know how to say this. You, you spent a long time. I watched this movie when I was like ten. Which obviously I shouldn't have, and you were in my nightmares for several years later, even into like my early teens, and he just sort of stopped and went, "You're welcome."
0: <laughs> you like, I love you now. Fucking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nearly died. Uh, but that was that was the same day I met Michael Bean, which was surreal as well. That was that was unusual. I
1: met the guy. You, you thought, how was this in the line of villains? Hmm. I met Harry's bully. Harry Potter what one the fat boy that played his cousin
2: oh that played Vernon Dusley. when uh, did you meet him
1: it was at Collectimena oh a couple of years ago
2: Collectimena is great like, do you know who's there? there uh, do you
1: know what I said to him when I met him because it's like he'd lost a shitload of weight mm. right because obviously the later films they had to start wearing a fat suit yeah oh. And I was like, for one fat guy to a a, a a previous fat guy, fucking well done, mate. You've done. Aye. <laughs> and he just looked at me and went, "Oh, thanks."
2: Aye, I always, um, do you know who's uh, on that subject of collecting minions? Do you know who's there this weekend? Christopher Lambert. I know. No money. Uh, Amanda, do you have top three that you can name of read? Uh, I think I've got two that
0: I know for certain. Okay. okay. The ma- like I'm a massive Doctor Who fan, so the master is my guy. It's in my top
2: five, but it's because films.
0: Master slash Missy. Because it's the same like being, it just sort of changed its mm. shell. Also, Chucky. Chucky's good. Fuck that ginger wee doll.
2: Chucky, the first one was scary, the second one was scary, and then it got up a bit odd. Is Will Wheaton known in one of the movies? Or am I wrong? Like, see the one where he goes to like army? Please, Andy goes to fucking like, army sc- military school, and I'm fairly certain as well. would be hilarious if I'm wrong, but I'm
0: fairly confident and have to maybe Google that, but um. It stopped getting like it stopped being scary once I, so I was old enough to understand like, it's a film. I still find the first one kind of creepy. Still kind of, It still kind of bugs me out a wee bit. See the bit where he's... The, once you, the voodoo, once, you, once voodoo. you sort of get to like, the Bride of Chucky mm. the Spawn of Chucky and shit like that you're like, have okay, you seen you're the, the
2: piss now. Have you seen the more recent ones? The one that was just called... I, I do, haven't, no. There's one that was just called Child's Play it was great. He's basically tormenting this lassie in a wheelchair and then Curse of Chucky goes down a very dark route. Um, It's worth watching. The best bit in the first child's play is that, see, when he's, he goes to get meet up with a voodoo guy and then just starts like snapping his limbs there and then, there's some like practical effects that just fucking freaked me out in that.
0: No, absolutely. So it. I've actually got two so far. <laughs> the problem is, is that I'm, su- I'm such a big fan of bad guys in general. I think the bad guys are always so much more interesting to me than good guys. Mm. That even a lot of register the fact that they're bad and they're evil, let like, my brain's still like.
2: Going. I can't remember which actor when? it was. I'm <laughs> thinking about this now, but I can't remember what actor it's like. Somebody asked him why does he always play villains? I think it might be Ellen Rickman, I'm not sure. Why do you always play villains? And he's like, I don't I play interesting characters. What and that's pretty much so overall I'm quite happy with that. Um I will I think we've pretty much in the course of this entire the the benefit of this entire thing is we've kinda touched on things we're gonna talk about. So happy days there's a lot more to come since we've actually got recording equipment that works really well so it'll be a Star Wars episode at some point Buffy's going to happen I will probably at some point just sit and talk about Kingdom Hearts to my heart's content Um, I'll
0: try and chip in but I can honestly say hand on heart I've never played a single game I feel
2: like this is going to be the thing that I do like I'll just like go yeah and like just take a fucking recording and just sit and record myself on a headset and send it to Andy. <laughs> it's like, how long is it? Four and a half hours.
0: <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're editing it. Do what you need to do, mate.
2: That was just me uh, explaining the storyline. Now we're going to have hear how I feel about it.
0: No, no. I mean, I think that over the next sort of few podcasts, I think we should definitely revisit the bucket list one. As uh, much as the recording was lost, I think we could probably redo it. I want to do a couple of tweaks because spoiler alert, I may have came off slightly totalitarian.
2: Not even slightly. She was ab- she was abdicating for a universal language and telling everybody she was going to force them to listen to it. But that's for another thing. Um, I think we'll we are.
0: See, we should also have Marvel coming up soon. Yeah. We should have the Buffy one, Kingdom Hearts, um, Final Fantasy Seven will be coming at some point.
2: I mean, Andy will just sit and blubber on for a fucking eternity. We um, have
0: done old gen like. Games. We've, we've
2: done like the old generation uh, when we did our, our. We didn't. We just sort discussion. We're gonna. The next thing we're gonna do is talk about from PS3 onwards and also bring in uh, just stuff like PC gaming and stuff like that. So yeah. we've we'll also got a
0: couple of fun ideas. We might have special. people here no, who aren't as right. well. We're recording. We don't know yeah. yet, but all th- loads of good stuff. aiming
2: aim now that we're kind of in a position where it's slightly easier to do what we're doing because we're operating and recording straight through the software we use. Essentially, I mean, for a fortnightly thing from here on out, so recording episode, put it out, recording episode, put it out, job done. If Coinc- we do anything else.
0: Coincidentally, if there is stuff that you want to hear us talk shite about, or if there's anything that we've missed, or anything, or even villains that you've liked that you that we have missed, tell us about it.
2: Right. I'm also going to uh, use our fucking pitiful when it comes to Facebook and Twitter, by the way, because my Twitter, like, it's concerning me when my main Twitter account has more followers. So you can find us at canny, which is at B-E-C-A-N-N-A-E, because that's how you spell it. You don't spell it C-A-N-N-Y, it just makes you look like an asshole. Uh You can also find us on Facebook at just that kind of bit, right you just search for that. No There's also
0: Instagram as well, which I'm fairly certain
2: is. Um, fairly certain is just that kind of right, I as well. Uh, we've also got a YouTube channel which you can find that kind be right. There's one video on there of me reacting to the worst game I've ever fucking played. It's absolutely worth your time. We're going to start to do uh, our our com the general idea for our commentary things that we've mentioned a couple of times. What I do is we're going to set it up so that we're mic'd up, we're camera up. And we are broadcasting as best while we're watching a film. Essentially, there's going to be cables everywhere, but it'll be absolutely worth it. Um, yeah, essentially, because we're not going to be able to obviously do video in. We'll, we'll, we'll maybe not do the video. We'll do the videos for like gameplay stuff because we get away with that because of the copyright thing with which. Um, but we'll do audio commentaries, and essentially there'll be a podcast past essentially talking about the episodes, so you'll be able to listen to it as just. Oh, I'm just listening to an episode of a podcast about us talking about fucking a terrible movie, um, of which I am creating a list, and the first one we're going to do, I'm not going to tell you what it is, Okay. just to fuck with you.
0: It better not be porn. It's not
2: porn. N- any p- No po- no porn is bad porn, apart from step Living porn. That's just weird. Um, so... Uh,
0: there's so much of it! Oh, he's That's pretty... the real villain!
2: The real villain is fucking people that put stepbrother porn online. Uh, and we generally kind of want to open up. We'll have guests as best we can. Essentially, our guests will... Um, for initially, will just amount to people that we know. Um, I'm kind of hoping... It'd be nice to try and get some people on. It's kind of handy because we'll be able to... The benefit of the program, the system we use to upload stuff, is you can actually Skype people in and directly to it, and it's it's a bit more entertaining in that way. So it's possible to do. I'm kind of looking at it. Uh, discussions will be had. We're also going to be doing a specifically. We're going to try and figure out how to do a live stream of us playing, um, Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, maybe, um, just to see as fucking raging. I think it'd be entertaining. Uh, I Gilson. think you should
0: put Sonic Two on and see how quickly Andy can reach quit.
2: I want to put Ghouls and Goblins on and stick Andy on it just to see what happens.
0: You ever seen a console fly out a window? Three c- floors up.
2: Is this console. He's not going to throw <laughs> it. He spent the money on it. So that is us for another day. More fun things coming. Thank you for your patience and waiting for all this. I know it's been a bit of a like dead zone, but it's a combination of me being in and out of hospital and Noel. well. Uh, um, <laughs> Aye, more in the out. And generally, the audio. Basically, you live next to a big bus
1: route. <laughs> aye, basically, it's a busy main road I live next to, so you pick up absolutely everything. Aye, we don't have the money for a studio. We're never
2: going to have the money for a studio unless I take up prostitution. And even then, i not, gonna, not so, even going to get that one. You know? <laughs> I've said that about bars. Hey. Right that is uh they know who the real villain is the economy that is my
1: name is doig that's been that can I be right my name is andy that's can I be right
0: my name is amanda and absolutely oh, yeah. right.
1: farewell and cook. may god be less
2: and do not eat <laughs> any other men's cookies you bastards